What is this about you being a Taylor Swift okay, fan? Okay, so what? check this out. Let me let me spit this at you. I got a question. How many songs does it take for you to like somebody before you're qualified as a fan? I don't know. Because I think I'm dangerously close to actually being a Taylor Swift fan. Really? Let How me many songs? Well, on you her, better explain. On her new album, there's three. Three songs. And I put them on my, my Spotify playlist, and I think I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Like, she's three? not good live. She's not a great singer. But over the years, like when she first started, I always had, like, teardrops on my guitar. Um, Her... Her our song is a slant. That one was on my iPod playlist, and then a couple uh, others. And then fast boy. forward. No, because she's not country anymore. She I evolved was with her. When she I opened. evolved with her, and now her her me he he. I like that song. It's a no, guilty pleasure. No, please. I all I'm, I'm fine. saying I'm is, sorry. It's your opinion. Yeah, it's and my... listen, I'll fully admit it's a guilty pleasure type thing, but am I a Taylor Swift fan? This is like, uh, remember in the office when- Am the, I gay? Yes, that. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like this is a rumor. Well, uh, the only way to find out is have sex with a man, have sex with a woman, and see which one you like better. Michael, am I a Taylor Swift fan? No, Christian, am I a Taylor Swift fan? <laughs> well, I guess the only way to find out is to- By listening to listen her whole to album? her whole album uh, and, and listening to- <laughs> I'll say I heard her live on one of the New Year's. Eve rocking, not great, not no, a good live performer. She's not. But she's that's a good what, that's, person. She's kind of notorious about that. She's not great, but her songs are catchy. They're fun. Well, she has a lot of relationship issues too. Yeah, and she she's and cashing she, in on that. Oh, yeah. I don't like that though. Hey, do it. Write what you know. And that's what she knows. Bad yeah. relationships. Are you recording right now? We are. Oh, okay, we have chicken suits, kidnapping, car crashes, Zerg. Complete toy sets. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from a toy chest in Andy's room. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men podcast, and it starts right now. All right, Spencer. Returning listeners, new listeners, thank you for coming back. <laughs> thank you for coming back. Coming back. <laughs> thank, thank you for coming back to listen to us again. <laughs> All right, Spencer. You want to listener, run that again? Yes. <laughs> All right, Spencer. Listeners, new, returning, whatever, what have you. Thank you for coming back for a new episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I'm your host, Christian Bring It All, with my co-host over here. Spencer, how you doing? Good? Good. He just had a conversation with himself. Uh, that was for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. You, 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 okay. You're surrogating them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say that... You might be hearing some laundry in the background, but yeah, that's a necessity. So you're just going to have to deal with it. They're my bed sheets, and we need them tonight. Also, before we even start, can I just yes? Because on ahead. the day of recording today, um, news dropped earlier in the mm. day that uh, NBA legend, Lakers legend, my probably first or second all-time favorite player, uh, Kobe Bryant, died in a, a, a helicopter crash. It's very tragic. He was yes. with. Several other people, I don't know the exact number, but one of the uh, uh, the people with him was his daughter, Gianna, yeah. and his his wife and his other daughter weren't with him, so they're good. And I just, we want to extend our, you know, I, I don't, they're not going to hear, but in, just in case they I, do I or somebody you. close to him it, does. I totally understand and 
we're sending our, our thoughts and good vibes out to them. And uh, just mm-hmm. wanted to make a note of that because even like on a bigger scale, and this is for listeners too, it just goes to show that um, life, like it doesn't matter how famous you are. doesn't matter how much money you have, what you did for a living. You're not, um, you're not, like you, life is still valuable. It's still precious and it's still you, you can't take it for granted because it, anybody can go at any time so just on a serious note i just right. want to say just live every day like it might be your last and just be the best whatever that um that that you are and that you want to be and that you can be and um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything written or planned, but no, no, just life well, is precious, and you never yeah. know well, when it can just be taken from you. So, and it's becoming even more of a thing nowadays to see these things, and on social media, you turn on your phone, you go to Twitter. That's how I found out. Yeah, yeah, my nephew called me. I'm, I'm watching Toy Story two today. Oh man! And he's like, "Hey, what do you?" And then he told me, "I'm like, what? No." And then I saw it was from TMZ. I'm like, okay, maybe it's not real. But then, you know, it's on other news sources, it's, and it is real, and it's sad, and it's yes, it's yep. it's just a a good remind. Well, it's not good, and but it's a reminder no. to don't take don't take anything for granted because you never know when it can just be right taken from you. Like no one had thought that that was going to happen today. No, or yeah. So just and I'm be. Be the best that you can be all the time. Yes. Yep. So I after, wasn't. A, yeah, I wasn't a big basketball. I'm not a big basketball fan, but I understand how important he was to the game. Yeah. And his impact on in other aspects of life, like he got engaged in filmmaking and animation. Won an worked Oscar. with John Williams a little bit. One of my personal people that I look up to. So that's something we had in common. Yeah. Life is precious, no matter your status. Mm. Just remember that, and uh, that's we'll we'll move on. Yes, and get get silly again. But I just felt that it was yeah, it was right. That's to, appropriate to say. And obviously, I wasn't very articulate in my message there. But I no. I, I hope that it, it the got feeling across. was there. Yeah. So life is precious, no matter who you are, what stage of life you are, rich, famous, poor, not fit, doesn't matter. So. <laughs> Now, let's. What are we? What are we talking about today, Christian? Today, today we're talking about Toy Story Two. Toy Story the sequel. Two. And man, everyone says Empire is a near perfect sequel. I'm gonna say this is a near perfect sequel. It's good. What an astounding statement, Christian! You just repeated yourself <laughs> except replace Empire with Toy Story. You know, rumor is that it was originally titled Toy Story Two: Attack of the Clone. And then that buzz aisle, <laughs> the buzz aisle was going to attack the, the group of toys. So there's a ring theory thing for you. Attack of the clones. Oh, clones all of the buzz buzzes. light beer. <laughs> light no. beer. No, uh, but I I just watched this movie this morning. You watched it, like you said, two hours ago. Yeah, a couple hours finished ago. It. I really, you know, part of me wants to just sit and enjoy and watch these movies 
without just sitting there and making sure, oh, I don't want to miss anything. I want to remember yeah. that for the cast. I want to remember to say that. But I just want to sit and enjoy it. So I might have missed a few things because I was jotting down notes that I have mm-hmm. with me. But overall, this movie, whereas the first one, and I'm probably going to repeat myself right now later on to close this. We have a thing for that. Whatever. Okay. Just... It's Woody's story this time around, kind of. It, it, Whereas the last story was kind of focused on Buzz well, and him, I think it's focused and on him both busting it. This one more on Woody though and his past yes. and and what makes you know what drives him or whatever. I don't know. We get more. We get kind of a. We get more of a story about him and just like a, a backstory. Well, not even just him, but introducing his history. His history with a certain industry. And yeah. some characters that he, that were part of his ensemble cast in that era. Which yeah. also kind of lead, it also kind of supports my theory of him being a hand me down toy from his dad. Oh, yeah. Well, he is. I don't know about specifically for, from dad, for Andy. but it, it, there's a line that his mom says at the yard sale when she says, Yeah, I missed it. I like missed his, it. Oh, no, that toy is not for sale. He, that's, it's a family toy. That's been passed down, or something along those lines. Like it's, Heck, it's been it in the family. His, for, I, well, I'm assuming it's his dad's toy. It could have been his mom's toy. It could have. Well, here's the thing: if it was his dad's, we assume he was a good dad. Yeah. But if he was a good father and just like maybe passed away or something, wouldn't there? Now we don't see much of the house. I get it, and we don't know anything. But if he had passed away, you'd think there'd be. Some sort of little Easter egg, like a family picture of all of them together. And because there's not, there's like a theory that he he ran out on the family. But no. I don't know if they really had it's a It's like a Pokemon game. You never hear about the dad. It's always the Mm-mm. kid, the trainer, and his mom, and no one else. Like, ah, she don't have a dad. Who's his dad? Uh-uh. Oh, it's Giovanni, everybody. Just I, kidding. I didn't have a dad. I mean, I did, but I didn't. And look how I turned out. <laughs> Real okay. Well-rounded individual. No. I am though. It, yeah. We have father figures, but we're this we're not gonna get. We already started on an emotional level, so yeah. we're not gonna get no. that deep with Toy Story. Oh. <laughs> so it isn't. Uh, yeah, I get you. Animation huge. The well, animation is big just step up miles ahead. Like they actually of the have first like a, movie a depth. Like in some of the shots, they have the why can I not think of the term depth um, of field? Depth they have like fi- a depth of field going with a blurry background. Well, that, that film look. I think the focus was on. Because uh, one of my big gripes about the first one, you know, the animation is very outdated. Clunky. The clunky mm-hmm. You can see, like, almost like robotic movements yeah. in some of it. But this one, everything's silky smooth. The humans look better and more natural, oh, more yeah. natural than they did. Um, the focus on this one, I think, was more on the, the physical human being in the toy animation. Yeah, like you the can detail tell in them and their movement. Whereas the environments aren't are more detailed, but not as... Super detailed. Like I, I noted that. to me is that at the ending when they're going to the airport, uh, when in the the, the city the cityscape in the back. Oh it, yeah, it wasn't as detailed, and you know I didn't yeah, care didn't though. Have to be. You got all the detail in the characters, and the that's what mattered. Yes. So do we want to just dive? <laughs> Wait a minute. Excuse me. How how many Pixar movies? Well, back came up. before this. Back up. Did we even say what our show was? No, we didn't. We're just assuming. Yeah. How many times are we going to say we're just assuming? We had an unconventional opening there, so it it, it 
threw us off, but we are the sequel men, and we're going to be taking you all on an adventure through Hollywood's many film franchises, or on a skin and bones type thing aspect that just a movie if a movie has a sequel really we it's 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 available for us to cover i guess and <laughs> okay. so we're we're going to be taken on different it's an option i'm saying we're liable to cover I've anything that's a sequel yeah <laughs> so if it has two movies or if it three if it's a trilogy or four or five or a whole big franchise we're going to do shaboom, that yeah and we are we are in the middle of the Toy Story franchise. Yes. And we at the end of I've I've mentioned before the Finn score I want to touch on because it was brought to my attention by my brother Lance who listens. Thank you for that, brother. Uh, he at first I denied. I'm like, no, you just don't understand it. Our <laughs> how our scale works, and he's like, no, because you can't do it by numbers because then it's just math. And at first, I didn't really realize what he was saying. Don't you get it? But if we average it out, some franchises have more movies and some have fewer. So, like, a not-as-good franchise could come out better because there's fewer movies. You divide it by... Mathematics doesn't work. So, we're working on a different criteria for our Finn score, our final important necessary score. We'll we're have something worked it. out by the by the, the end of yeah. this, the series here. But. And I think... I'm still keeping track of my individual films in it. I'm going to give them their own score, but we're not going to factor those directly mathematically into the big final one. And this is more for you and me. Well, when we figure out the criteria, <laughs> we'll let you know. We'll let you know, and you'll be the first to hear it. But that's tomorrow. <laughs> there Every it is. Time. There's the one. All right. Got it out of the way. Phew. So... Now, let's fast forward back. Oh, we're going to be breaking them down act by act, too. And just yeah, going through, yep. talking about it in depth, do some funnies. Those who are joining us for the first time, that's basically how it goes. And for those who have joined us before, uh, that's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're new or old, it goes the same way. Let's start it with act okay. one, shall we? act one. I love this opening. I love the opening, too. So we start off in the stars, in the far reaches of the galaxy. A full Star Wars parody, it looks like, essentially. With Buzz, but not as a toy. We find out he's he's journeying through Zerg's lair, and he's making his way through these obstacles, and he almost dies, and he fights Zerg at the end, only to be destroyed. And you're like, wait, what? They killed Buzz right at the beginning? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you pull out... Zerg. You pull... <laughs> I get you pull out, haha. Rex, oh. this is a video game based on Buzz Lightyear that Rex the dinosaur what? is playing. And he can't beat it because his arms are too short. And Buzz <laughs> is like coaching him. Oh, I can't also, reach the buttons. Also, you know what kind of pisses me off about this? What? This is what? 99, now? right? This is 1999. No video game Super graphics. Nintendo? Yeah, no video game graphics wow. on that box TV were no. that good. That, no. That's movie quality graphics for that. It looked. Well, and the physics of it, that it, controller is doing that It was a toy story, stuff. right? Using your imagination for toys and right. playtime. They were using their imagination in that opening sequence to make it look that good. No, but when it pulls out of the... When it pulls you see out it on the screen, see the it's game still over. that good. Well, I don't... It's have, a little grainier because of the TV. They're no. using the Dreamcast, okay? And that was GameCube-level <sighs> graphics. Sure. This is like did PS4. come out in 99. This is PS3-level no. graphics. It's PS3-level graphics. I, I don't... I have to watch it again. I always it looked like a N64 game. 
a little bit. I guess, sure. It, it didn't it but, looked too good for what it was. Just to notice, this intro is chock full of Star Wars references. The breathing. Literal Vader breath. Not even a knockoff like it was in Toy Story 1, but they literally... Literally, I can't talk tonight. They literally just ripped it from Star Wars. They have the blaster sound. Mm-hmm. When Zerg's fighting uh, Buzz and he shoots his little uh, makeshift shield, platform shield. Yep. You hear a, it's like an X-wing blaster sound. <laughs> so many Star Wars. Well, when he callbacks. when he gets the the hologram, the battery hologram. Oh, it's a, that it's was a an trap. Indiana Jones trap. reference yeah, but too. The, the sound effect is a lightsaber yeah, sound effect. Yep. He goes, vroom, 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 vroom. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the little the door is awesome. The Z when he fought the Z and he goes yeah. like vroom. that, that is was cool. cool. And then he gets chased by the spikes. This is a co- that was Cloud City reference right there. When the lights light up in the tunnel with Luke oh, when he falls down. I didn't catch that one. Yeah. This is, out of the three, four, I guess, this is my favorite opening. Like, it, it I just think is. so. Like, it's so cool. It's funny. Like, it's be, fun. It makes you think that the movie's mostly going to be about Buzz, but it's not. It just it, shows how much they've evolved with the oh times. Oh, man. Like, the this graf- toy comes out. The graphics. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not talking about the graphics, right, right. but, like, if you get a hit toy, you're going to make... A video game out of it. Right. You're going to make a movie out of it. There's a Toy Story 3 video game, and it's actually quite good. Dude, I had the uh, Toy Story 2 video game for for, PlayStation. I did, too. I never beat it. it. Couldn't beat it. Where'd you get stuck? Dandy's room. In the backyard. Wait, in the beginning? Yep. You got stuck in the beginning? Yes, I I did. Shame on me. In the alley in the water? No! I made it to a construction level. I don't even remember that. Oh, I never beat it, and it made me so mad. If I still had my PlayStation... I, oh, here's the thing. I hate this about me. <laughs> I, once the PS2 came out, PS2, I'm like, I'm never going to play this again. Newer, bigger, better. And I got rid of it. And I had a ton uh, of games. And now I'm like, I want to play now those. Now you regret it. And See, now they're gone You'll never get rid of your old consoles Mm-mm. unless they're backwards compatible. Nope. Which they should be. I don't know. But eh. Yeah. I, I so, love the sound design on the intro. Oh, yeah. Like, even just the letters coming in. Like, some people be like, oh, it's just logos. But no, like, the music and the... It's more The sound than, effect. It's, it's so cool. And when the camera goes through the letters, and oh, then the yeah. Toy Story comes in. And then the two. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> it's a cool it's opening. It's such a good opening, It's a cool opening. It's a cool opening, Buzz. <laughs> so Woody's in panic. He's in panic mode, and he's freaking out, and he, he can't find please, his hat. Please remind everybody to go to Mr. Spell Seminar about what to do if a part of you gets eaten. I love that. Like, if a part of you is eaten. Is swallowed. Okay? Is okay. swallowed. <laughs> yeah. You can't find your hat. No! And Andy's going to leave any minute. So he's going Andy's, to cowboy camp. And he's taking Woody with him and he can't find his hat. Bo Peep reminds him, you don't need your hat. Andy's going to take anyway. And Buzz is fully embracing his, his evolution from I'm a space ranger to I'm a toy is so cool because now he's just, he fully realizes he's a toy now. And he's right. accepted that, and he's just having fun. He has his, his shield down, and he's, it's just a good time. And, uh, he's he, reconciled with himself. Yes. So we find out that Slinky found his hat. My little sweet potato! Oh, yeah, we meet Mrs. <laughs> potato Head. And we meet all the, the same toys. They're all yeah. helping him look for, the, for his hat. For his hat, yep. And then we find out Buster the Dog... Buster the hat. dog. 
Who you call him busted, Buster? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's a I reference. I think it might be. So then everybody's everybody panics, and you're thinking, oh, no, this dog regularly chews on them. And Buster bursts through, and he's wrecking the room. But he's the antithesis to Scud. Yeah. He, and you think, oh, no, this is going to be the bad guy of the movie. They're going to be running from this dog. And he finds Woody in the backpack, and he growls at him, but then he licks him. And then <laughs> it's revealed this is like a hide-and-seek game. that they It's a running thing they go. So they time it. Yeah. And Ham, he's like, eh, it's a new, it's a new record. And they, it's funny. And then Woody and, and Buster have a little fun, little, where he's like, reach for this guy. And then he pretends to shoot him and he plays dead. And they're, I, they're friends. I like how the, kind of going off on a tangent here. I like how the toys are all they're They're like focused on these. We don't think about all the little, uh, the things that these toys have to worry about day in, day out. Like the whole, if something gets, if some part of you gets swallowed, here's what you need to do. <laughs> right. Like, you don't think of that. They have to have board meetings on it practically. Yeah. Kind of like, like in the first movie about plastic corrosion awareness. I mean, it's just. <laughs> this is my, it starts out much more like lighthearted. Like all the toys, eat, like Ham and Mr. Potato Head have, I think, drastically changed. Like they're still like they're sarcastic and kind of yeah. cynical, but they're 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 more positive about things and just everybody gets well, along. Well, he got a wife now. That's true. And he's, and it's, I like the details that they kept from the last one. Cause you know, a lot of little jokes from like a previous movie, they don't follow over. But remember at the end of Toy Story and he's like, I got to shave and he throws his mustache. In this one, he doesn't have his mustache on at first. And it, Buster is part of the movie. It's not, that wasn't just a throwaway. Yeah. Oh, they got a dog. He's a part of the, the first mm -hmm. act here. So we're Andy comes up and everybody, you know, take your place. Woody's like, all right, we'll see you at the end of the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And he, he finds out he has five minutes and they're going to go. And Andy's little oh, brain yeah. is it, like, oh, I have five minutes to exactly. play real quick. Five minutes? That's, That's a lifetime. When you think about it, it's a really short amount of time. But not for Andy. To, not for Andy. And it just shows like the power of his, the power of playtime in just five minutes for a kid this imaginative and ever, all that. A lot can it's happen something. in five minutes, as yeah. we find out, because... He set up a whole thing there. He plays a little too hard, and Woody's arm gets ripped, rendering it useless. And he gets shelved on you the top shelf. You know what's funny? It's Buzz that rips his arm, yeah, too. it looks like he closes his arm. <laughs> Is this a conspiracy? His arm moves. It's kind of like, ah, on purpose to you're keep not him going home. with him. You knocked me out the window, you're not going with Andy oh, either. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't think so. I don't think he did that. I, the arm I just did thought move. it was funny how he spent the whole first movie hating Buzz and blaming him for all of his ills. And it's kind of Buzz's fault. Mm -hmm. Unintentionally. Well, it's Andy's, it's fault. Andy's fault. But it's funny that it's Buzz's Buzz. arm that causes <laughs> and his it arm to get ripped. I yeah. think he comes alive for a sec. It's never touched on, though. <laughs> and then, so Woody's on the top shelf, and everybody's I like, like what you said. Uh-uh, <laughs> buddy. You threw me out the window. You're not going anywhere. Are you going to go to cowboy camp? Rip. No, you're not. You're staying here with us, sucker. No schmoes for you. They're called s'mores, Buzz. <laughs> I love that line. Oh, Woody's been shelved. They're like, holy shit. Woody, who's up there with you? No, they do not <laughs> say that line. That's the first movie. Yes. And we meet. Woody on the top shelf, it's all dusty. This is where toys go where they don't get played for anymore. With anymore. Eight Ball is up there. Eight Ball, he did get rescued. So they did take yeah, that. Yeah, he got rescued and put straight up on the shelf. Mm -hmm. We meet a new character, not, well, new to us, what's, Wheezy. Wheezy. The squeaky toy oh, no, penguin. What happened to you? Squeaker is broken. 
I thought you got that fixed months ago. Mom only told him that to make him feel better. And he starts coughing. You feel bad. He's a dying (laughs) character. And you're like, shut up. You're a toy. You don't have lungs. This dust does nothing for you. But it just shows that. Bye, Woody. (laughs) Yeah. No, because, uh, like, this is a, this is a, this is one of those, uh, <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a, this is, is your one voice of the, box broken there, Christian? <laughs> this is a toy's worst nightmare outside of being lost and Are you being put in a yard being, sale or being put in a yard sale, being or put forgotten. up on the shelf Yep. and not, or broken, a broken mm-hmm. toy. And Woody's broken right now. Yep. Woody's broken. He's put up on the shelf. Uh, Andy can't take him to cowboy camp for fear of ripping his complete arm off mm-hmm. or any other appendage. Yeah. But, yeah. So they... I like that it just shows Woody is more of an empathetic. Like, he actually does care. Well, like, yeah, he, he cared about... Family. What's his... Wheezy? Yeah, Wheezy. Mm-hmm. He actually cares about him. Like, he's asking him, like, well, what happened to you? He almost like, cares too much. Gets him killed, almost. Oh, he doesn't... Gets him killed. He goes to save him. Well, that, yeah. Which, yeah. So Andy's mom is putting together a yard sale, and she does it real quick, by the way. Like, didn't yeah. they just leave for cowboy camp? And now well, they're, back they're getting already? rid of all the crap. Okay, but that's not my point. Did she, did he get a ride from a friend? Or did she take him another back? Or is there this much time passed? Oh, shoot. It, she, he gets shelved. He's a, he talks to Wheezy. She's out there doing the yard sale already. And she just said to Andy, in five minutes, we're leaving. Uh, was there a time lapse here? There, For the sake of the Yes, argument, because in five minutes, uh, he might have, I, I think you're right. He might have got picked up by a friend. Because or there's just a time. She's at home. Or I don't think there's a time. Well, she well, says we have to go, didn't she? She's taking him. Okay. There must Is be. Is this a, a plot hole? I don't, I don't know. We, I have to watch it again. Shame on us passed. for not paying that much of attention. And but, she's like, I yeah. don't even like Andy as my son. I'm getting rid of his toys nope. while he's gone. I'm starting a yard sale. No, well, she, she loves just him. picking out all the toys he doesn't play with anymore and all that. And she gets Wheezy. She grabs Wheezy. And Woody's and he like, says, no. Goodbye, Woody. You're risking mom hearing him. Because it's not like her arm is like eight feet long where she can't hear him. I mean, it's like a... Good dust animations, too. It is good dust animation. So Woody goes on a rescue mission. He he employs the help of Buster, and he rides out there when his arm doesn't work, and it doesn't matter. And he goes and rescues Wheezy from the yard sale, but along the way, he falls off Buster, and Wheezy and Buster get away, and he stays behind, and then we meet Al from Al's Toy Barn. I don't think his name is Al. I think it is. His name is Al, because they talk to him. Is his name Al? Yes. I don't think the owner of Al's Toy Barn would be... Well, Al... It's Al. I just don't His think the owner Al. of the store would be dressing up in a chicken suit and doing that. He'd have they someone f- do that for him. Again, that's another plot. You d- suspend your disbelief. But they call oh, him Al. Oh, now yeah. you're telling me. To d- yeah, When he's you're Al. like, the crane game ain't doing it. No, but he's Al. And he is like, this Woody is, oh my gosh, I've been looking for him for my whole life. And Andy's mom's like, he's not for sale, sucker. She puts him in a lockbox. He creates a diversion and steals Woody. Buzz slips down. He steals Woody, but the toy lockbox is open. He leaves it open. No, she locks. Oh, he does. He walks away and leaves it open so she would know that Woody got stolen. Yeah, but she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She just locked him in there. Also, how do we know she wasn't looking for him? 
Yeah. She's not paying attention. Oh, it was open. I don't know. Buzz goes to try to save him, but he's not fast enough. Or he is, but they hit a bump and he falls off the car. And then he almost get... had the, the trunk open, by the way. He did so easily. That's a keyhole and he just pushes it. Yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no safe. This is was safe. one of the. Right? They're <laughs> like, getting into locked they could doors very easily. This was one of the cutscenes in uh, the video game, by the way, that led into the next. Oh, yeah. So the toys gather and they go Wreck. to the crime we scene. We love you! Because <laughs> they think Woody's selling himself. Oh, 25 cents. You're Woody, worth you're more worth more than, more than that. Another <laughs> joke, Al. another sex joke. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't. Yeah. Woody's oh. selling himself. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I guess my little kid brain just missed it again today. But then Al, it's also funny, Al offers him 50 and Ham's like, eh. or no, Mr. Potato Head's like, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe that might help. 25 cents? Yeah, for all this junk. Oh, yeah. Well, I get the knife full stuff up, but you said we'll sell it for 50 cents for all of it. Shut up, Al. No, so the toys, I can't stand him in this movie. Well, no, he's the bad guy. You're I know he's a bad to. guy, but he's just annoying. He is annoying. Especially how rude he is to everybody he talks uh-huh. to. Well, that he's a businessman. That's what he does. You know that. We in this country know that more than a lot of other countries, unfortunately. <laughs> I like how Buster is so expressive, too. He Oh, Just they got a little casual. better with dogs. Act casual. Yeah, too casual. Too casual. <laughs> and you see his eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Buster is fun. So the toys are gathering. They make this like little crime scene, and then Rex comes in. And he's like, "How do you spell FBI?" Yep. And he wrecks the. <laughs> Does he have a beard? He doesn't have a beard like that. No. <laughs> Sketch is drawing him, and Buzz is trying to figure out because he got the license plate, and he's trying to figure out what it means. And it, it turns out it it's Al's toy barn. Yeah. <gasps> it's the chicken man. Draw that man in a chicken suit, and it is. It's the chicken suit, so they know where he is. He still doesn't have a beard. No, this is true. He does have a goatee. That's a sketch. Yeah, they don't get it perfect. I like how the apartment says no children allowed. And they made a point to show that. Yeah, like Woody sees it and he gets scared. Like, (gasps) Like, Like, that's another nightmare for kids. Anywhere where there's no children. Yeah. Nightmare for toys. Yeah. Did I say toy kids? I meant toys. It is a nightmare for kids because they probably get shot. What? With airsoft guns. I would, not killed. You... Not killed. Jeez. No, no. I'm not You're that nuts, dark. You're nuts, dude. Paintballs. So Woody gets put in this glass display case and his arm's still ripped. And then he meets Bullseye the horse and Jesse the roping cowgirl doll. And she, dude, if you thought Woody was an 11 in Toy Story, Jesse is a 27. The prospector! The water meet ya! <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, tone it down. It's a box. It's, it's a inside b- the box. Never been opened. Mint. Turn me around, He's bullseye. <laughs> like, calm Kelsey down. Kelsey Grammer, we got Frazier in the... <laughs> He's a great... He's... Yeah. Well, um, so we we meet the roundup no, game. No, before that, you missed... <laughs> Making me go all the way to work oh, yeah. on a Saturday. <laughs> on a Saturday, all the way to work. And it's literally across <laughs> the street. I love that joke. That is still hilarious. All the way to, to work. Me. And he's <clears throat> isn't he in the chicken suit? I think he's in the chicken suit because they're doing a commercial. I think he is. Which is funny. And I gotta say, we better be doing this commercial really quickly because I gotta play to be out or I gotta I gotta fix these toys. Yeah, he does say that. So, Jesse... Also, how did he not see Bullseye who? when he snuck up to him? Oh, I just like, suspend your disbelief. Oh. He's figuring out where he is. 
And we, we meet the Roundup Gang, which is Jesse the Cowgirl, who is like a female version of Woody. Woody. We get Bullseye, who is a, Played a by very fun Joan mother. Cusack. Let me just say, she great, kills it. V- great voice for this. Character. Oh, she is perfect. I lo- she's so fun. That's and she's perfect. That is perfect casting. That is great. What I mean, and then we get Bullseye, who is uh, who's a horse. You're here. Yeah, and Woody's just like, what the hell is going on? And we meet the prospector, who for some reason is still in his box. Like, why of I mean, all the toys would Woody's he be the one in the Twilight Zone right now. He has no idea Because they're walking up to him like, yeah, we've been <laughs> waiting a long time for you. <laughs> they got that creepy tilted angle yeah. again. And it's, and Very effective. I, he doesn't know who he is. And then we get Woody... He tells him, don't you remember who you are, Woody? He doesn't. Or what your legacy is? Bullseye turns the light on, and we get this shrine of just Woody uh, apparel and... uh, Woody uh, memorabilia. Memorabilia is the word. Thank you. Yep. Like, there's toys and just Woody. Everything is Woody. Woody's round up. uh, Little coin dispensaries, little uh, a record player, a standee. Well, we find out in a later Yeah, later on. But a and whole then, bunch of Woody stuff is what he sees. See, I like it. It's a lot of I got a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. I can't talk tonight. A we'll lot try. of gold glow, a gold glow on Woody and oh, the rest yeah. of them. Like almost like oh, it's oh. like a like exactly like, like Pulp like, Fiction. It's un- the uh, briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we happy, Prospector? Are we happy? <laughs> Turn me around, bullseye. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Like why is he in the box? I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we. They show him his old TV show, which is a black and white. They're puppets, and it's Woody and Jesse and Bullseye. It's basically a Western serial with puppets. Yeah, a kid's show. Like, almost in the style of Thunderbirds. If you ever... I've never seen uh, it. I know familiar. about it. It's an old car, It's an old show with puppets that they used. I don't think it's exactly the same, but they used it puppets. It's kind of like that. But that might have been the thing that spurred my uh, nightmares. Or not spurred my nightmares about Woody, but that's the way that they're puppeteered in the Woody oh. Roundup show. That's kind of what I was talking about, except they're made out of cardboard boxes your, in the dream. Except he was made theory. out of cardboard boxes. That was scary. I guess. It's a little creepy. But this also reveals, like, Woody isn't who we even thought he was. He doesn't no. even know. He's a very old toy. Very old toy, which this brought to my mind. He, okay, so when you're first made as a toy... I'm assuming there's this growth period where you assume that you are what you're marketed as or something, like Buzz was. So Woody, at some point in his lifespan, had to have been, he had to have been knowledgeable about, I'm Sheriff Woody, this is my roundup gang, I save, I'm the most rootinous, tootinous cowboy in the Wild West, I save uh, dogs who fall into wells, whatever, that sort of thing, I save Jesse and the Prospector, and then... He's so old. What you said, does he just have amnesia And after his period where he realizes he's a toy? Did somebody... I would love to see a prequel where Woody realizes that he's a toy. I want to see like a, a mockumentary. A mockumentary. A, like a, a little Pixar mockumentary short on Disney+. Plus. Give us the life of a toy. The life of we'll a toy. We'll call it Toy's Life. That could be interesting, <laughs> Instead of Toy Story. It could be. It could be. Like do it like a 30 for 30. But... ESPN yeah. 30 for 30. Yeah. <laughs> But that uh, just interested me because it's like, that is if interesting. that's something that ha- might have to be explained to us an extent because I'm imagining all the other toys thought they were what they were too before they had a epiphany. Potato like, heads I'm a, a potato. toy. I'm yeah. a food. I, 
I'm a toy for babies. <laughs> or for three and up. Three and up. But, yeah. But he's old. And he's he old. Is he's from rare, the 50s I'm a, or the 30s. He's even. a rare Woody doll, apparently. Like, he specifically. He's rare. There's not much of him in Woody circulation anymore. Because he's got, I mean, in all honesty. Well, all the Western toys got pushed out by spacemen. Yeah, and he's kind of lame. Two words. Sputnik. <laughs> which is, which one, is one word. But we, Good job, He Prospector. doesn't talk about that until Act 2, which we're going to get to in a second. Back at Andy's house, the toys are planning their escape, their rescue. Buzz is like, Woody they, they did don't this know for where... me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do this for him. I got to go. I have to go. And it's a nice little reverse Woody story. Woody risked his life to save me. It, it, it Even, makes sense and I wouldn't. I can't call myself a friend if I don't do the same for him. Yeah, so he rounds up. But they Rex, look on the TV, though. Oh, you they don't find know where, it to get the map. They don't know where the address is. Yeah, they don't. Stop it! And then he's <laughs> You're like, going already, too fast! Too late. I can't go back. I'm, I'm already too far ahead. I'm already I'm past Channel 40. It'll be faster. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so Rex, Potato uh, Head, Ham, Buzz, and Slinky all repel yeah, on Slinky's, with Slinky's butt. butt. Yes. It's really funny because like Rex won't let go. And then The point is to let go. <laughs> yeah. And then he grabs his own butt. And how did he not break by falling that far? Because he's a slinky. He bounced. Okay. And I like I the sound effect of his bounce. But fun fact, Tin Toy was one of the things on that. the TV. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you caught it. But that is the end of Act 1. They all set out, led by Buzz, to find Woody. Yep. And they go one. on a journey. I like uh, Mrs. Potato Head packing, packing him. Are you recording? Yes. I don't see the time thing. It's because it's... Oh, I see it. Yeah. Okay. Make sure in the editing... Now we got to cut that out. It's okay. That'll be a quick cut. <laughs> at, at what time? Cut... Okay. 38. Anyway. Mrs. Potato Head packing. Mrs. Potato Head. I like... <laughs> I like Mrs. Potato Head packing the... Her... Uh, Mr. Potato Head's buck. Yeah. But... But and your angry eyes and your angry eyes, and just in case. Oh my gosh, I she's can't fun. do that's that voice without voice doing over loudly. Too. She should be in it more. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Estelle. I don't know her something, name. but she's a famous old. old I mean, me, she's. I yeah. think she's dead now, but I don't think Estelle so. Something. She was I in she Toy Story Four. They used archive stuff. Notice how little they talk. That's because Mr. Potato Head. Uh, I think she Don passed Rickles away. passed away. I'm going to look it up. Do you have any other thoughts on Act 1, though? Or do you want to move into Act 2? Um, I can't really think of anything. I mean, I just... Oh, she is still alive. Estelle yeah. Harris. Estelle Harris. She's old. She's she's born in uh, 28. So she's oh, almost 100. Wow. What is she, 92? 92, something like that. We can do the math at. Yeah, I'm not going to. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. Somewhere up there in age. She's in the 90s. Yes. And yeah, Act 1, I I don't know. It just, again, like Act 1 in the first movie, it sets it up really well for mm-hmm. the rest of the and movie. And it's, it's quick, too. It's quick paced. Yes. It's Things like move at a clip. Right to, they get they, to the yard sale a lot faster than what yeah. I remember as a kid. Yeah. Like he's taken within the first, like, 10 minutes. Oh, we're forgetting one of the most impactful creepy moments of act one when woody dreams when of being woody dreams of away. being thrown away 
Which I is don't want to play with you anymore. Literally a toy's nightmare. Mm-hmm. And he literally goes in the trash can. To get thrown away. And he gets attacked by all these broken toy parts. Andy! No! Andy! And then he wakes up, and that's when he's, he remembers he's Right up, show. cowboy! <gasps> oh, you're broken. <sighs> I don't so want to play with you anymore. Bye, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. That was kind of George just sent kid. us a picture. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like when I get annoying, when I get too annoying or something? It's something. And he was like, this is me, guys. He's very hard on himself. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Joel. Again, by the way, he's for our voice. For that intro, yes. For our intro, our new intro. Like that. Uh, Joel, make sure you look him up. Joel Powie. P-A-A-U-W-E. Joel Powie. The voice, Powie. He's, uh, he can be your voice for anything. Yes. Anything. He's got, he's got a really good voice talent. He does. He does. And he, he hosts trivia, so I'm not going to say where because they're not paying me to tell you about the restaurants. But just look up Joel Powie, P-A-A-U-W-E, I believe. He'll correct U- me if I'm wrong. E-W? Oh, man, no, I think you're right. No, D- Joel P. Powie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look him up. You'll said find that him. before. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the sound design is still great. It is. We pointed that out in the beginning. And uh, it might not be over as exaggerated as it was. Oh, well, there are some parts More which we'll realistic. get into, but it's still done by Gary Rydstrom in this movie. Still uh, on point. Still very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the performances are on point so far. <sighs> yeah, I, I love- like how Buzz is still. He's he's evolved. He he's moved past his "I'm not a toy" stage, but he still is naive about things. Certain things, yeah. Like he doesn't know what a s'more is. Well, like, yeah, but I, it's and how long that, has this been? How long has it been uh, since they moved? So we in the ended first on movie. Christmas on the last movie, and that's so when Buster was months. a little puppy. It's been. And they go to cowboy camp in summer. He, I'm assuming. Is he a fully grown dog? Because this is how you tell. How old do you think Buster is? He's still acting kind of like a puppy. I would say maybe two. Two years old or one. I don't, one uh, year. I'm going to say five or six months Because Andy's not much older. Cowboy camp takes place over a weekend, not a whole week, so he could still be in school. It's It looks summer, May. spring. It's probably six months. Okay, I, I would dig that. That makes sense. Well, and um, his sister is walking kind of in this movie, but she's just starting to walk, so she's kind of older. I'd say six months. Let's go with that. Before we move on. Take this to Woody for me. I don't think it would mean the same coming from me. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that line. That was pretty good. That was funny. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) For me. (laughs) Here we go. Going on a journey. So we're on a journey. Woody's Roundup. Right here every day. Woody's Roundup. Come on, it's time to play. Of course, it's time for Woody's Roundup. He's the very best. He's the rootin'est, tootin'est cowboy in the wild, wild west. Enter Act Two. Woody, it starts with Woody watching his show, Woody's Roundup, and he's witnessing the greatness that is. And it's a black and white. Or that explained was. It. No, that was, yes. And he learns. It, it cuts off, and this is important, otherwise I wouldn't go into it, but the, the last episode that they ended on before the show was canceled was... 
Will Woody find save the critters and save Stinky Pete and Jesse and Bullseye? Find out in the next episode. And he's like, "All right, next episode." And we it it was canceled after that because we find out that was like when that was the during space the space race. The, yep, the space was happening race and, and everybody was like Sputnik. We we gotta. He's this is more important. Yeah, the Sputnik line where all the space toys came in and took over the the old Western uh, cultural mentality at the time which is and he woody has a line where he's like yeah I, yeah I know how that feels yeah which ring theory actually kind of see because take a shot <laughs> take a shot <laughs> the, the first movie buzz takes over woody and then he realizes this goes way back when space took over from his show which he alludes to because he's like yeah i yeah. know how that so feels. history kind of repeats itself well not it really kind of space toys Space and this toys. is where we also hey, get... Hey, maybe Woody and Buzz are... Dyad. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't understand him, he said Woody and Buzz are a dyad? They're a dyad in the in the uh, Tri-County area. I the don't... <laughs> Tri-County area. This is also one of yeah. my favorite scenes when Woody is playing with all of his... Action, like his memorabilia. Mm-hmm. And it's, the, the, Little I, knickknacks, really. I always love how... Tom Hanks acts in this scene like the the voice acting is how he would act like you would act if you're if you're finding it's this genuine. out about like he's oh I get there's a snake in my boot like and you're just going like oh my gosh look at all this stuff and you're just playing with it and it's, it's a little it's bank all, oh, oh it's a bank yeah like, I just, oh, what do you I do love... while you push? Oh, bubbles. Yep, bubbles. Just how he talks and his inflection and I I I Very love cool. how it's acted. It's perfect. Tom Hanks did this brilliantly. It, it was awesome. I believed that he was genuinely like this is, guys, mm-hmm. what is it? Oh, it's a, uh, ah, you got me because it looked like this is me. And it's fun. And then the, the, this is when they tell him, this is great because now we're a complete set and we get to go to the museum. And he's like, hold Wait, up. Wait, no. A museum? I got to get back to Andy's house. You still have an owner? And and this is when Jesse kind of gets pissed off. And at first you're thinking she doesn't. At first she's kind of being selfish. She doesn't have a right. To, like if you have a, of course you're gonna go back to your right. And they're just trying to con- like convince him, like, oh well, how'd you end up? He must really love you. You're broken and you're a yard sale. And he's like, guys, it was an accident. Wait, like, wait, it's wait, not wait. Like that. You were put in a yard sale. Yeah, or what is Stinky Pete? You, I don't. You're still an. You still have an it's owner, and you are put in a yard sale. His tone is very manipulative, right. which we find out later why he is the way he is. But then Jesse just immediately is like, "Go find, go back to Annie." Yeah. Well, we she has like a again. nervous breakdown. Like, I don't want to go back in storage again. I don't oh, want to yeah. be in the dark. And it is kind of like a and hard. This movie dives into a a lot of what the the toys, the toys fear. Yeah. What they fear and what. They have nightmares about like getting lost, uh, being broken, getting put into storage. It's like torture. Being it's like torture. It's like put getting put in solitary confinement with no lights. It is for them. You don't and think they, about that. I mean, obviously they're not doing this in real life, but in terms of the character development, it is yeah. uh, impactful on their psyche. But this whole argument between Jesse and Woody is kind of, or the tension is broken up because Al. They hear Al coming. And so he, Woody gets back into his case. Al takes him out, and his his arm snags, and it falls completely off. So he has no arm. What does his arm snag on? 
Oh on yeah, little, he, the, the 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 string catches onto something. On in the his little rack that he's leaning up oh, against yeah, in, his, right, right. in his display case. And then this further is like case. Jesse is still trying to like, oh yeah, I'm sure Andy would like a broken cowboy doll. And he's like- Dude. With one arm. Yeah. And they're just really hammering home because they want to go for some reason. And why, why would you, why do they think that this is a good alternative to being like, what? I would try to escape if I were these toys. And just go find. Right. Are they not aware that there's other kids that would play with because them? Because they have trauma. I particularly Jesse. She does. Yeah. Prospector. She Pete, does. He. We don't learn. He just yet. wants to be admired. Right. He's in his box, and he's he's never been him. taken out, and he's so stu- he's well, well. He has feelings of and anger because no one to wants to play with him. Yeah, and Bullseye's just happy to be there. He just wants what he. He just wants to be a friend. Yeah, so anyway. I love him. Yeah. So <laughs> He's like a dog. Al. He's kind of animated that way, too. This goes right at, Oh, wait. Then it Al cuts. calls this guy, who we don't know who he is yet. He's like, ah, oh, I need you to come here quick. I need you to come here quick and fix up this doll. I, I, I got to oh, yeah. be on the plane in two days. Two days. Yeah, well, we're all busy. And <laughs> Yeah, and he hangs up. So we assume he's calling like a somebody to fix up Woody's arm, which he is. And then we get a quick little quick Buzz little is thing. leading the toys through a neighborhood and it's nighttime and they're all tired and he's like we got to keep going on it's a very quick yeah and rex in his little stealth maneuver <laughs> with his bush yeah he he has like a whole thing of leaves <laughs> but as he runs they fall apart and he has one leaf and he goes, oh well <laughs> it's rex. Oh, well i love rex in this movie there's a part that when we get to it i'll tell you but i rewound it several times it was one of those where just the way it he made... said the thing, and it was so funny. And I'm sitting there dying. Like, what? He's, like, he, I never noticed just how he, what he's saying. It's, it's just funny how he's saying it. But I'll get I to I like that. when Ham's cork falls out, too. Well, nobody look like I put my cork back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Woody. The American flag transition. Oh, yeah, because Buzz that gives was, him a speech. Yeah. And, yeah. And that it goes was to, kind of weird. It weird. What it time? Worked, but. Is this? I think it's like three in the morning, and he's no, watching. no. I didn't mean what time. Sorry, what era is this? Does this movie take place? Is it Night modern 90s. for ninety nine? Because think so. the TV programming like ends. Did, did that it's happen? In definitely the end? not the fifties or anything. No, it's not. But is it ninety? It does could he be an, an old timey channel, though. Yeah, but even still, like TV Land, they don't just stop their broadcast. Like when did that? When did that in real life? When did TV shows stop doing that do and start doing like full all night shows? I'm not sure. Like paid programming where they have infomercials and you wake up to Miracle Blade Series Three, sidebar and a half. What? To. That's what I'm gonna. That get sounds to. like an anime. No, <laughs> it was a knife. Okay, I'm gonna sidebar. Not related to Toy Story, but our show is kind of built on sidebars, so we're gonna go on one. Just, just follow us. Do you remember? As a kid, you'd fall asleep with the TV on, watching a show, and you wake up to an infomercial. Like, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I there was my top three, and maybe these are the same as yours. The Sham Wow, that sort of thing. Okay, top four. I'd wake up to a Sham Wow one, and I'd turn the TV off. There was two that I would actually like. If three or four in the morning, I wake up and these were on, I'd watch them, because one of them was the Miracle Blade series three. And it was this really hardcore knife, and he was like sawing through bricks oh, and okay. sawing through stuff. 
and he's like, and it'll never get dull. And he just cut. And I was like, this is awesome. And he's cutting different food, and it was cool. Then there was the is it magic, made out of adamantium. For I think so. Sake, but good. he was sawing through brick and like marble, and he's like, and it doesn't get dull. And the handle was made. So, like, you could cut all the way through something and your hand wouldn't hit the table because it was, like, raised. It was awesome. Um, I think we had one. But then there was the magic bullet, which was a little blender. And it was the – like, it was so cheesy because they set it up, like – They do that with everything. were playing a character. Like, there was this over-the-top old lady that was just, like – hung over and she had a cigarette and she was the classic like ah what can you do for me and she's like oh and for grandma we can or for aunt sally you can make a a cocktail and she's like i'll have one of those and everybody's like ha 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 do you remember that one and they were all a character and he kept grinding up stuff and just to prove its point He'd shove in a, just a bunch of stuff. Like, watch, you can put rocks in it. You can put pieces of shit in there, and it's going to come out liquid you can form. Put pieces of shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, this is great. The magic bullet. Buy one, for one, you, if you call in the next five yeah, seconds, no. you get 300 more for $19.99, or two easy payments of $10.99, or one really hard payment of $19.94. So. Oh, also, I'd wake up sometimes to Third Rock from the Sun. Love that. I'd stay up and watch that. Even if I had school in the morning, 2 o'clock, I'm watching this. Because late night, I know this is a real big tangent, but I'm on a tangent. Listen, I loved, I just like, it was a cool, it it made it feel like a sleepover. Like, I woke up and there was a show on and it was in the middle of the night and I was just in my room like watching it. Like, oh, this is so fun. I'm up late, but I was asleep, but now I'm awake. It was that. And then we all woke up. You guess the show. You ready? George Lopez. Jumping on a trampoline on your screen. And you always woke up during the credits. The title sequence. The title sequence. Him jumping up, looking at you in the face. I never woke up in the middle of the show. That one I didn't watch. Turn that right away. I can't think of any notable times when I've woken up to something and haven't been watched it or whatever. This is but I do tangent. remember, I know, this <laughs> Cartoon Network, that zoo, the zoo books. Oh, you had channels. I watched all that the all books. the time. When watching Cartoon Network, you see the zoo book cable. ad all the time. And then the Light Bright, I think, was another one. I had a Light Bright. That was, I don't think that was I one love of them. That. But it just makes me think, when I think zoo books, I think of that for some reason. Do you remember the crayons or the paint that you could... You could spill it and it wouldn't spill or something. Ah, uh, yes. Or like it, it wouldn't get on the carpet. Yep. Like, look, I'm painting. Can we? Should we get back to the movie? Yes, let's get. <laughs> we're gonna. We, uh, thanks. Absolutely, <laughs> don't cut that out because that's nostalgia. Anyway, Al is sleeping. <sighs> Woody sneaks up and tries to grab because Al has Woody's arm in his coat, his, his shirt little, pocket. Yeah, like, uh, what's his name? His button-up shirt pocket, yeah. and then. Oh, Bull, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Cheetos all over. It's like an obstacle course. He gets the arm, but then the TV turns on. Or no, turn, the you're missing turns. the whole thing. You're no, missing the whole thing. Those when uh, he's trying to sneak in, and then uh, Bullseye, Bullseye follows him, follows him and ma- makes some noise and, and starts he's... licking his finger, and then you get the burp. Yeah, which, which always funny. really grossed me out. Because <laughs> I, can, I can smell the scream. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And then what he... <laughs> So he gets his arm, but then it's the TV funny. turns channels, and it wakes Al up, and Woody has to play toy, which is 
It's kind of like playing dead, but you're playing toy. <laughs> he puts him back in his case, and then the remote is by Jesse. So he's like, "You turn? Do you? She's like, Do you think I did that?" And he says, "If the boot fits." And then he goes, really? "Say it to me." If the, the boot fits, and then they fight. And Prospector's <laughs> like, "You guys stop it! Stop fighting!" And then he falls I out guess. of it, and his box falls over, and they're like, "Oh no, Prospector!" Oh, and he's fine. I don't. Well, I'm thinking, why doesn't Woody just explain, like, you guys, this was an accident. I went down out of the window to rescue a toy who was being put into the yard sale. They weren't listening. He said that earlier. He did. He's like, it was an accident. I was rescuing another toy. They kept cutting him off. But he never got to finish. He should have reiterated. Because then Al came in. He should have finished then. This is another one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's so ridiculously chaotic. Oh, it's such a standout scene. Because you get Buzz and the gang come to a busy street. And, oh, this is when we get the my we favorite line. We get the slinky line. dog, yeah. Yeah, we're like, all right, is everybody counted for? And Ham's like, well, almost everybody. And Buzz says, who's, who's behind? behind? And then Slinky says, mine. And then his it's back his legs come up. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. It's so funny. It's, it's another good joke. That's so they disguise joke. as traffic cones and they cross the street. And cars, we see what's happening outside but they don't. So they think everything is just great and wonderful. But cars oh, are crashing because <laughs> they're seeing the traffic cones and they think, oh, I can't run into those. And a car pops its tires on a thing. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Like, just turn. Like, they form a perfect curve for them just, to turn into that lot with so the spikes. It's so chaotic. Though. It's so funny. And there's funny. cars. Pa- at least 20 people were wounded, at least. But they, they crossed the street. Uh, a big semi truck carrying a big, uh, like, cement tubing. For like a, a sewer drainage yeah, or something like that. It, it it tips over and almost crushes Potato Head because he gets his shoe caught. And then they on, get over the, the other side. That went well. Yeah, like they have and no the idea. the whole street. The comedic part of it is they're all like, oh, we did it. We made it. That was really yeah. good. And then we see the camera like zooms out and we see like just this traffic wreckage. And <laughs> the the cement thing is still rolling. And yeah, a street they, did it. they did that in the first movie too. With Scud. Oh, yeah. This is a much bigger scale, yeah. though. It's, it's hilarious. It's, but also, I like Rex at the beginning. He's like, we tried. Yeah, and like, we're doing <laughs> it. But why does nobody realize there's a lot of cars? These cones are moving. Does nobody yeah. see them? They're like, okay, let me put my hazards on and stop in the middle of the road. What is under these? There are animals under there. <laughs> like, and then they lift it up and there's a Buzz Lightyear. Um, yeah. Oh, Buzz Lightyear! No way! And how way. is Slinky Dog under one of them? Is he under two of them? Is his butt behind yes. one and then the other? So they yes. don't even see the Slinky? No, what are you doing? Uh, you know what would have been funny is if one of the cars was Sid, uh, and he uh, pulls the thing and he goes, <laughs> Oh, Buzz Lightyear! No, no he way! Would, and he goes, No way, I'm no, not touching that. He These was toys... The, it would have been funny if he lifted oh, he the cone up. Oh, he wouldn't be driving. He's he the same age be, as Andy. He'll be, yeah, so that makes no sense. That dumb. Well, he's a rebel. No. <laughs> Yeah, he steals a He got an car. internship at the dump. Well, what he could be riding his bike. That's true. And he passes him. He's like, yeah, nope, 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 nope. Those are he's moving. He's traumatized, those are fine. remember? <laughs> he's I, in, he has to take his bike to his therapist to shrink. Yeah, but just I, I'm just wondering, like, somebody get out and move these. Because you but saw it's one a of car the crash. comedic sequences it of the hilarious. movie, though. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> Even if it is a little absurd. 
It is absurd. Totally absurd. But one of the best scenes is coming up. Yes, the cleaning one. Oh my gosh! Did this you is see my that? Absolute favorite. People have posted this, and this is—I think this might be a scene that stood out to me even before this became a social viral thing. But someone's like, "This is so. This is such a satisfying scene." It like ASMR. The meme. Yeah. It is so satisfying. Someone's like, this is so satisfying to watch. And it's the scene where Gary or Jerry. Jerry. Jerry from the Pixar short Jerry's game. Yep. They he's use playing that chess character. with himself. He's oh, even got sidebar? chess in his little He does. Thing. I wrote that down. Yeah. So it is Jerry. Like, that's my all-time favorite Pixar that's short. That's great. I love that short. That went before Bugs Life, right? Yes. Okay. But yeah, I just, <laughs> it's so, it is pretty satisfying. Because there's all, it's like a miniature doctor's And the music office. is, the music is fitting and oh. it's so like. Da, 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 and he, when he wipes da, the eyes. Da, da, da. Yeah. And when he sprays the head. Oh my God. He sprays then, Woody's head, the scuff on his head, and then he paints the boot, which is sad. It's a perfect yeah. stroke though. Perfect stroke. It almost looks like chocolate. It's impossible. In a but way. I love it. And the little coat rack. And his little oh, his little, his little dentist napkin. Oh my gosh, this scene is so so satisfying. As a kid, I remember he, he squeaks his look, boots and. Oh my gosh, I would rewind it and watch it several times as a kid. This time, I only watched. And the it little once. pistons on the the airbrush. The yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The spraying the cheeks, like I think you said that. I didn't, but yeah, to get him a little rosier, and he looks just like new. And then he's so shaky when he goes to. But to he's, get the it's needle, but once, once he gets he starts, it, yeah, it, it's it's so a really good his arm sequence. Back on. Really oh, good sequence. Love that scene. It's so. I could just watch that on a loop, to just like if I'm mad about something, put that on a loop. I'm gonna calm right down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was, yeah, it's something I saw on Facebook. It's one of those like, oh, you know, the viral videos people share. This is so satisfying, it and it is. was that sequence. And I think, it, yeah. It's mm. just, it's great. I love it. but uh, It's a great little Easter egg, too, for Pixar fans with Jerry or Gary yeah. or whatever his name is. I think it's is. Jerry. Yeah. I've always, uh, Jerry's game. But well, then we go he back lives to in the Tri-County area, too, and I bet the bugs from a bug's life are all in the Tri-County area, I, too. They are. We find that out in the bloopers at the end. So Buzz and the crew search. They get to Al's toy barn. Did you notice the sound of the... Uh, uh, the grocery cart, the grocery cart, the toy cart, the shopping cart, the shopping cart. When it's going across the street, it almost sounds like the Andy Griffith theme. Uh-uh. As it's going across the parking lot. I don't know. That just... I'm going to, when we're done, I'm going to go and watch that. Yeah. And just see. But they get, they get to Al's toy barn and uh, Rex immediately, and this is... Again, a small detail, but it's cool because this was like back before internet where you could do like oh, a, if you're stuck on a video game If you're game a gamer, level, you buy the strategy guide, baby. Oh, yeah. I had it for Pokemon because there was one level I remember you're in an ice cave and there's a certain pattern you had to slide to – it was like a maze and you had to slide a certain way to get out to the other side. And I had to buy the book because you couldn't do a walkthrough on YouTube. You had to read the no, guidebook. They've killed the guidebook industry, by the way. That's the fine. internet has. That's fine. But Rex is just reading this this guidebook to the the Buzz Lightyear <gasps> video game on how to defeat Zerg. And he's this just is, engulfed This is in this what book. he needs. It's his he power. He needs this to defeat Zerg. And they so they're they start searching this toy store. And this is before it's open. Like this is early in the morning. So nobody's there. Yeah. Um Buzz 
gets separated because they split up to try to find Woody. Yep. And he enters. They're trying to find Al's office. And that's why they're yeah. asking all the other toys, like, do you know where Al's office is? Do you know yeah. where I can find Al's office? And they, Buzz gets, he walks down an aisle of Buzzes. Buzz Light Years. Not the old 1995 model, but this oh, is no. the new model. You know, he sees a sticker, a new utility belt. Now, I could use one of those. Yeah, so it's like his uh, Space Ranger is still kind of with him, like, ah, that'd be nice. That. That'd be fun. Little toy accessory. But and, uh, the whole, this is a parallel. Ding, ding, ding. It is a parallel. Ring theory. I think no. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> that Yeah, I think you do, too. When he, he climbs up yep. to see the new Buzz, the and it's exact the same, same thing with Woody climbing up the bed. This is Buzz climbing up the display, seeing this new model of a Buzz Lightyear with a new utility belt, rocking that new belt. Brand new toy, more natural looking expression, I will say, rather than the yeah. bug eyed buzz from Toy Story. Yes. But uh, this is it, a funny sequence. It too. is funny because this buzz is like what Buzz, what he thinks he's a space ranger. So he's going all out over the top and he tries to laser him. Or buzz touches his laser and he, he's embarrassed. Like he even says, like, oh, I, was I this delusional? Yeah. And was he, I this deluded? And he just realized, like, oh my God. And then the new buzz just keeps blah, blah, blah. His, and he traps his Space him in Ranger his box. stuff. And <laughs> I don't have time for this. So, yeah. Real buzz. <laughs> no, tries and before to, that, he throws him in that, that, that in the thing. spaceship box. No, he throws him to imprison him. Oh, into the, yeah. The, the shape. thing you shove your yeah. face in with yeah. the little metal <laughs> needles. <laughs> that, that was funny. That's also that satisfying. That made me laugh. <laughs> just, no, wait. No, wait. No, no. And I think that was a shot <laughs> in the trailer. freezes. <laughs> that, that, that's a funny little buzz on buzz fight. Uh, but then he, but wrong buzz, who I'll refer to him from now on. Yeah, wrong all buzz. All the toys think he's the. Which is, I'm going to get, oh my, what? How do they not know? Like how he's talking immediately. Well, they've only known not... the guy for six months. Well, they know how he acts. They and this know, guy's like that's space true. And they're like, "What? How? Are you insane?" Yeah, what does he like, say? What do they think? He just he relapsed. I don't get it. But it's comedic. It's fine. Like I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Just, it well, they're I, dumb toys. Maybe the rationale is they're not thinking about that right now. They're true. focused on finding. Woody and they yet. probably thought like, "Oh, well, they, he does. Ham does say oh, that buzz aisle kind of got to you, didn't it? Yeah. So maybe they thought he like relapsed." They reset him. No. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, they did put they did trap him in a Buzz Lightyear box. And then Ham, Slinky Rex, and Potato Head me. <laughs> this is they where Barbie. Yes, this is where we get the Barbie. Because this time Barbie was like, you know what? That last movie was really good. We want in this one. Yes. And Pixar was like, uh-huh. We knew you'd come running to us. So she's we in here. You turn around. I'm tour guide Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> And, and on your left, back in 1995, Shores short-sightedly <laughs> didn't order enough Buzz Lightyears. Like Ham and Slinky and Rex the Potato Head and Slinky, or I already said Slinky. Like they're, when they see, because it's like all these Barbies, different types of Barbies having a party, and their mouths are just hanging open. Because they're oh, all like, yeah. and they're all like flirting with her. And, and then Potato Head's like, I'm a married spot. I'm, I'm a married spot. spot. I'm a married spot. And then spot. Ham's like, well, Let the single you? guy over yeah. there. <laughs> oh, also a fun little thing. Let a single guy's over. When they first find the toy car, <laughs> how Potato Heads, why don't you let a toy with fingers drive? Well, <laughs> and he keeps crashing into Knocks stuff. Knocks over everything. Yeah. So Re tour guide Barbie's driving them. And Rex is in the back engulfed in this tour, this guidebook for the video game. And, and he's like, take, huh? see, look. And, he and, he, and then the, he falls. This is the part that I remind like five times uh -huh. because. 
he he loses his book and he's like my power so he goes and gets his book he's like wait guys wait wait up and he's trying to chase after him and just how he's saying my power the part that i died at when he's in the mirror the rearview mirror and yeah, it's like the Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park shot. Reference, and, yeah. and he goes, Rex overboard! That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I, I died. Just how, how many he, times did you watch that? At least five. <laughs> this was you my... Watched, this is like your... so What? Funny. Yes. What are you talking about? It was so funny. Just how he was panicking. And Rex, what's his name? The, the voice actor. Wallace, Wallace Shawn. He kills it yes. as Rex. He in this movie, Rex, is, Rex actually has an arc in this he movie, does. too. It's, oh, Rex it's so is funny great. for a minor character. He should have been my spotlight, but he's not. But oh, we, we get, haven't even gotten to that yet. No. But then we... Oh, Wrong Buzz, Wrong Buzz meets up with them, and they're like, hey, nice belt. And he's just completely off. And they're like, all right, cool, let's go. Yeah. And then yeah. we get a complete change of tone. We go back and we get Jesse's really sad musical montage. Beautiful of her. song, by the way. Well, they might you're as well butchering just put it. But... In the arms oh, of no, Emily. No. <laughs> it is the same singer, isn't it? I don't know. I think it might be. Is it Sarah McLaughlin? I, it That's might another be. freaking commer- might infomercial I'd wake up to. These sad puppies looking at me. Like, um. So we find out that Jesse had an owner, Emily, and we. Sh- sh- they were like they loved each other, and then as she, as you do, you you grow up, and your interest changes, and she stopped playing with Jesse, and she donates her, and Jesse thinks she's, she's just there goes the dryer, her. it's done. Yeah, and she's just dumping her off, and it's very sad. And it is my, sad. There's a theory. It is Sarah McLaughlin, by the way. Okay, I have a theory. I don't have it. There is a theory that I support that Emily is Andy's mom. <gasps> and then Woody is was like her way, like, okay, I had this. So now he, this is getting passed down. Like she may have had a set or something. But Emily doesn't look like I know, her mom. I know, but you change appearances as you get older. Me. That's true. I know I that. Mean, I like the theory. I really, because really like that theory. her hat is the same hat that Andy has. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, probably not. I wonder if that's true. But it's got, I don't know. I Maybe wonder if any not. of the official uh, crew members have actually. It's my head cannon. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, but that's a really lovely sequence. It and is, I did think it's sad. It's kind of a, it's a cliche for like girls yeah. in makeup. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the makeup took over and now your toys and your, your stuff is going away. It's almost like Emily used to be a tomboy. Interested in the cowboy stuff. And then she's cowgirl. not. Cowgirl stuff, excuse me. And then she moved on to the makeup. And, and the, the sleepovers and the friends and all that. And you know what the it, saddest part about that montage is? When she finds her under the bed and then Jesse's thinking, oh, good, I'm going to get played with again. And she puts oh, her in her purse man. and they're driving and she's happy again. And she's driving her to her donation destination. She has such a look of like bliss too, like in her purse or whatever. Oh. When she's like, I love, like, this is the stuff that I remember about me and Emily. Like, she loved me like yeah. as her toy, and we spend all this time together. And now we're we're reunited again after all that time spent under the bed, and then she gets put into a charity box. And this is why Which, and she's... Emily didn't mean it to be, obviously. No, she didn't play with her. So she was donating her to somebody that would, but yeah. she ended up in Al's hands. Yeah. Unf- I wonder how that happened. Yeah. Goodness. Probably stole her. But he Woody... probably stole her out of a yard sale lockbox. Yeah. 
so that's why Jesse's so against like having a kid because she's like, well, eventually they just dump and it off. That's what, are you, what, are they, what are you going to do when they grow up? That's something that you can see earlier in the movie too. Like, yeah. there's some reason why she's acting and what so vulnerable about it. So he's starting to be like, yeah, it, she did put me on the shelf. I am ruined. He's gonna not want to play with me. Like it's starting to, and then as he's like, I'm gonna go. He gets a change of heart, and he's like, "Who am I well, to break up the Mr. roundup?" Well, because Mr. Stinky game? Pete has to oh, yeah, put in his him. two cents and he be like, "Guilts him." How much longer do you think it will last, Woody? Until Andy stops playing with you, do you think he'll bring him to your? Do you think he'll he'll bring you to college or to your I think honeymoon? He would have if his mom didn't say to your honeymoon. And I'm not going to bring my Woody doll to the honeymoon. I mean, I would. I saw I my freaking lightsaber from 99. Okay, put him up on the shelf, and you can sit there while we. Uh, Bang it out. We, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I wasn't going to say it like that, but you got to be like, you're as subtle as a jackhammer. Let's role play. Where's no, your Woody okay, doll? And the like, <laughs> no. No. I'm, I'm ripped. No. You don't want me. <laughs> no. Please. Where's your Bo Peep? Where'd you learn this? I used to play with a Woody doll. Okay. That's <laughs> cowboy. Just, that's so gross. <laughs> what do you say we reverse this, cowgirl? <laughs> no. It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. You're making it that. Uh, Why? Uh, oh, and then this is, he, he gets to change heart. Why are they so amped about being locked up forever in a museum and well, having people look Stinky at them? Well, because Stinky Pete says, wouldn't you rather... You know, Andy's, Andy's not going to play with you, but you're going to be adored by children all across the world in this museum. People are going to see you and adore you. And, and that like, kind of gets nice. to him. This because reminds that's me. that's what you said. He's like, he's thinking, you know, I got a rip in my arm or I got ripped. No one's like, Andy's not going to take me when he's an adult. Right. You know? But this reminds, when he said, just the idea of them being in a museum and just having people look at them. There and this is a sports thing, so you're probably not super familiar okay. with it. But Marshawn Lynch, do you know him? He's a running. Back. I know the name. Yes, he was. He was real. Like he was infamous for not liking to do interviews. So there was one time he sat down at because their NFL players are contractually obligated to do press conferences. Like they have to do them. Or else they get fined. So he's like, fine. So he said, He's well, like, fine, give me the fine. Well, no, no he, he <laughs> I'm was, just kidding. this was his big famous, like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. That was his answer to he every said question. That? Yeah. So at the beginning of the press conference, he's like, well, they said I got to be here. So for the next 20 minutes, um, I'll be sitting here and y'all can look at me. Then you can ask me questions and uh, <laughs> I'll sit here so you can look at me for he 20 said minutes. That? Yeah. And then people are asking him questions and he just goes, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's funny because he shows up on Conan O'Brien's show, uh, Clueless Gamer, to play like Madden. Mm-hmm. But so he's he, okay with that, but... He just didn't like people well, asking him dumb questions. The, Reporters ask okay. the same questions over and over. Little but, sidebar, it's, just, it's like a sports, the sports thing. Everyone says the same stuff that's why when they like, get done with games. It's like they made a, Weird Al made a sketch out of it. Remember I that? that? No, I don't. He's like the head coach, and he's like giving generic answers to everything. Well, we couldn't pull out the win, but blah, blah, blah. We did this, and I did my best, and we really pulled through, and blah. You know, just what else it's are you going to say? It's dumb that they're forced to have to do a press conference. But anyway, that's what it reminded me of. We're moving on. The toys hitch a ride in Al's bag with the wrong buzz. And buzz is like, you have the wrong buzz. But he gets out of his thing, and he How do has they this, hit what? The wrong buzz gets... Because Al, they find Al's bag, and they hitch a ride in his bag, and the wrong buzz goes with him. 
with Al. But then real Buzz, our Buzz, gets left in Al's toy barn because he was in the box. But, but he if escapes. they were in Al's bag, why didn't they just stay in the bag instead of jumping out and going through the, the air vents? No, he left the bag in the car. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. So they're okay. in the bag, but then real Buzz gets left behind. Stuff better. And he... It, the the door is motion, you know, and he's not big enough or loud enough to oh. open the door. So he knocks over the clearance rack boxes, mm -hmm. which he accidentally sets Emperor Zerg free. And ladies and gentlemen, I bring you the character spotlight for the episode. Evil Emperor Zerg, sworn enemy of the Galactic Alliance. Every great hero needs a great villain. And boy, do we get a small glimpse of one in Zerg. I'm not quite sure why he was bunched <laughs> up in a stack of seemingly clearance items by the door. He is an integral part of Buzz's history. He is who made Buzz who he is, literally because he's his father. What? Very much like Vader and Luke, we get a big reveal later on. We're going to cover that. But... Let's all cut Zerg some slack for a minute. He clearly just wants to have a relationship with Buzz and be the father he never was. He wants to turn his life around, but he just doesn't know how to do it. And, and, and that's saying something. It's about two minutes of screen time. We get a toy who looks... Oh, something popped up on my screen. Hold on. Let me, let me read that back. In about two minutes of screen time, we get a toy who looks... <laughs> we get a toy who took up a life of crime, realized his wrongs, and turned it around to be a great dad. Much more than we can say about some people in the world. Take note, dads. But enough about that. Coming to a toy shelf near you. We all wanted a Buzz Lightyear. We all know how great Buzz is. All his gadgets and what have you. But move aside, Buzz, because this summer your arch-nemesis is taking over the galaxy! Made from reinforced, all-new, hyperactive, astroturf technology plastic for absolute indestructibility, a hand cannon capable of shooting foam balls up to five feet through the air, and a targeting system you can actually look through in the back of his head. From Mattel comes Emperor Zerg, the action figure. That goody two-shoes kid across the street just got a new Buzz Lightyear toy, huh? Well, fuck that and come at him with Zerg. He won't stand a chance against the revolutionary mechanics engineered from some of Mattel's most highly regarded toy scientists. Laser beam got you cover. Laser beam got you covering your eyes? Blast him in his sack with the high-powered mini airsoft cannon developed by the U.S. military themselves. Your playtimes will never be the same again once you get your hands on Zerg. Keep out of reach of kids? Forget it. Keep out of reach of parents because they just don't understand the power that comes from your very own Zerg action figure. Some assembly required batteries not included. Hand cannon may cause blindness if your aim is good enough. Parental supervision required? Fuck that. What are you, a wimpy ninny boy? Get your Zerg and bring power and dominance to the galaxy today. Sold at Al's Toy Barn or wherever badass toys are sold. Wow. That was a mouthful. That was. That was an evil Emperor Zerg. Evil Emperor Zerg. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He should have a more prominent part in that Buzz Lightyear aisle. I mean, they have way too many Buzz Lightyears in that aisle. There's one Zerg Okay, now I worked barn. retail for a little bit this past season. I've never seen an aisle filled with that many action figures. This is the 90s, All baby. uniform 90s, like baby. that. Not even in the Toy Story stuff. 
Like the Toy Story. Ooh, Pitter Patters. Anyway, the Toy Rescue Squadron make their way up to Woody. This is what their wrong buzz is leading them through like the air vents of the apartment because they're in Al's barn. That's kind of an Al's barn. Al's bag. But he leaves the bag in the car, so they have to figure out how to get out. (laughs) They just got out of Al's barn. Yes, they did. (laughs) I want to call him Newman. (laughs) (laughs) Or what's his character's name from Space Jam? Um... What's this line? Stan. Stan. Stan Bodilac. Need a publicist? I can make you big. <laughs> when Toy Story, or Toy Story, gal, when Space Jam 2 comes out. He better be in it. Oh, I, I guarantee you will. But I think we should do a little mini franchise. Do yeah, Space, Space Jam, Jam Space Jam 2. And then Space Jam 2 will do a live thing at the theater or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, But be they fun. go through the elevator shaft and Real Buzz catches up and makes his way to the apartment also. And he, he's under, he does the same thing. I like he's that Rex a, is so loud that yeah. <laughs> you can hear him all the way from outside. <laughs> yeah. At least normal Buzz can. <laughs> so, What's the significance of level 23? I don't. That What don't floor know. Al's apartment is on? There must be some hidden thing. Michael there. Jordan's number. Michael Jordan's number. Twenty-three. I don't. Well, does it I don't have know. some? Is, is it level twenty-three in the video game? I wonder. That it, Rex is playing. I, I I bet it might be. That would be cool. Because the whole apartment sequence is a big allegory for. There's a big parallel to the game. You know, climbing yes, up the elevator and yes, all the. Oh, and speaking of the game, Rex the whole time is talking to Wrong Buzz about how oh. to defeat Zerg, and <laughs> he thinks he's. N- Wrong Buzz doesn't realize he's talking about a video game. She's like, what, you know how? Bro, that was a weird noise. <laughs> weird noise. It sounded Sound like, like Al. Al. <laughs> Big uh, Al. <laughs> uh, real Buzz catches up. A roundup gang is preparing for their life behind glass as their delusions of grandeur overcome them. <laughs> I wrote that for you. Prop up vegetable man to keep the walls from closing yeah. in. Like, how are they Put not like, down. dude? Okay, Buzz, you're not the same Buzz. Put uh, me down, you moron. Prop up vegetable man. To- well, the one cool thing, though, he does have these magnetic. Yeah, and his, and his that is cool. Bar, these magnet gloves. And he, it, that's cool. But that's, that's something a- real Buzz could have used. Yeah. He would have got him up. Yes. Uh, the Roundup Gang is just going great like they're dancing around they're in their foam little things and woody's trying to convince himself he's like i'm actually excited about this and then he's like oh my god let's reenact the episode let's do this yeah and they reenact the episode it's like dude get it all out now because once you're in the museum you're not going to be moving around it's going to be hell for you it's mm-hmm. jail but you'll be adored right oh yeah you will be adored so the roundup game that's what they're doing go back go sit behind glass and yeah rescue squadron is saved by buzz's anti-gravity belt otherwise known as the elevator that is coming <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks he's standing like on top of them and the toys are just like and he's can you... to infinity and beyond yeah and he's and standing on him he's got his arm up in the air with his eyes closed and he thinks that his he anti-gravity belt is working it's not i'm it. letting go of the <laughs> One, he's serious. (laughs) Two, is he serious? Two, he's serious. Three, ah, yeah. So the rescue squadron. No, (sighs) uh, we Woody and Jesse tickle fight real quick. They cut back to them. I'm ticklish. Oh, are you? How would a toy be ticklish? Do they have nerve endings? Yes, that's they have nerve endings because they're fighting in the first movie when 
Woody's yeah, hand gets clamped shut. He's like, ow! They shouldn't be able to feel stuff. Well, they, they come alive, smell? and if you're alive, it's you feel it. Do they eat? Which, I don't think they well, eat. They don't need bullseye to Bullseye licks the fingers. Well, yeah, so they I mean, have he does taste think buds? it tastes good. But speaking of so feeling good. alive, toys being alive, that line that Jesse says earlier in the movie, before the the song, when her and Emily, that kind of touched, that kind of got to me. Just so like, you know, because even when you're not moving, even when you're not moving, you feel like you're moving because they're having fun and they're playing with you. I can't remember uh-huh. the exact line, but it was really a interesting, insightful line. Yes. If toys came to life if and if toys, they actually felt that way. They might. It, it was very interesting to get that perspective. It is. Like, you can still feel it because it feels like you're moving because they're playing with you and they love you, like that sort of thing. It's like a know. drug. That just, I thought. Playtime is drugs for toys. Hot take. Little uh, sidebar earlier in the movie there. But. Man, sidebars are welcome here. So the rescue squad meets the roundup gang in a, a mega crossover battle where the rescue use squad- Use your head. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> use my head. The bloopers is funny. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> the rescue squad tries to rescue Woody. Real Buzz shows up and they have this fun back and forth between the two buzzes. I'm the real Buzz. And then Buzz, he pushes the other Buzz's helmet and it whooshes back. It does that that whoosh thing. And he does that. He can't breathe. And they're like, oh, that. And he shows him Andy. Why not lead with that? Hey, here's my foot. I'm your Buzz. Yeah. Like, lead it, with that. Because idiot. he just thought of it. Yeah. And it was more funny enough, this fair way. Enough, fair enough. Because enough. the script demanded it. But then they're like, all right, well, let's go. And Woody's like, uh, I'm staying. And they can't believe it because this is a dumbass because thing to want. Because it. Yeah, and not to mention they traveled halfway across the Tri-County area to save his ass, and he's pulling this stunt. And they're like, fine, I guess we'll go. And then right at the last minute, Woody No, they is go actually, off all sad. Like, yeah. they're defeated. They you, went through oh, a lot. Buzz, they went Buzz, through a lot Another mirror here. thing when he, he says, you're a child's plaything. You are a, a toy. toy. And then Woody's like, yeah, but for how long? How much longer? And he, I'm. I how much longer until Andy plays with me and I get broken again? Huh? Yeah. It, and then it's, what, it's, Buzz? It's dark, kind of. Then I'll but, be shelved and sold or something like yeah, that. And, and they leave him, but then Woody hears uh, the Woody on the TV show starts to sing an acoustic version of "You've Got a Friend in Me," and this wakes up Woody like, "What? What am I doing?" Well, here's the thing with Woody. He's thinking very short-sightedly. Yes. Like, he's thinking... This brings him back. He's having empathy towards Jesse, you know, because Jesse yes. told him her, her story. He d- he feels bad for her, and he thinks by staying with them, he's helping her out, you know? He's helping her find a sense of belonging, yes. and the rest of them finding a sense of belonging. And he thinks he may be satisfied by being adored behind glass as well in that moment. But he's forgetting about the short term. Like Andy, his honeymoon is his college is years away. College is like nine, eight yeah. years away. His marriage is many, many more years away. Who knows what the future may hold? He's getting worried about the future, things that were are going to be happening many, 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 many years from now. Yes. And Andy needs him now. Andy wanted to take him to cowboy camp, but he couldn't because the rip. You know, yeah, he, well, still he, wanted, he still wanted. He still wanted him. And he would have fixed him when he got back. It's just he couldn't take him to cowboy camp because well, he, he would have gotten him when he came back. Right, but 
You know what I'm saying. Yes. And even he, has he's that not line thinking ahead. Where Jesse's like, well, Andy's going to grow old, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. And I wouldn't miss it for anything. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I think that's later. But that's he at the very end. gets this idea, this grand idea that he should have thought of sooner. He's like, wait a minute. I'm going to go back to Andy, but you guys should come with me. He'll Andy's definitely play with you. Play with us all. And he has a sister, and Jesse's like, all right, let's go. But. Uh-oh, the vent is closed because Prospector apparently has a <gasps> screwdriver <laughs> on his pickaxe. Pick <gasps> You're out of your box. And he's like, yes, Woody. And he's the bad guy. It's a big reveal, but we knew it all and along. I'm not and going to let this opportunity be ruined by a whatever. Uh, you I, know what he died. <laughs> and then Al takes him. He comes. He puts him in the box. They go, end of act two right there. Your friend Buzz Lightweight ain't going to help you. <laughs> I like how- the, His name is Buzz Lightyear. Whatever. Yeah, what, but Prospector- Prospector. Pros, prospector. Prostate Inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Prospector's a- That's why they call him Stinky Pete. <laughs> yeah. He's a chump. He is a butthole. <laughs> I'm doing the box I'm, step. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, well, I, fuck off. You can I, get out of that box anytime you want, you piece of shit. I'm turning into... She's dead, son. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that was a... That's that was funny. not a... Act two is a full of action. Full, full of, of action. Full of action. Full of funny. Full of... Full of sad. Full of sad. I mean... Emotions. It's in a glass case of emotion. Literally, because Woody's in a glass case. You get more of like the seeing the world from the toys perspective sort mm -hmm. of thing. You get more of that in this movie, obviously, Toy Story. But just uh, getting binded, have, having bondage inside one of those, uh, the toy packaging, like Buzz... Yeah. Buzz getting put in. Those really are hard That's to get terrifying. out of. It's hard. No, the little twisty oh, straps. Oh, the zip ties? The zip ties. F those. Those are a pain in the butt. Hate To get things. off when you get a new toy, you know? I just want to so play was funny, with it. It was funny to see that being, because they're so hard to get off. It was funny to see that being used as an imprisonment device yeah. in the box. Like Because that's his hypersleep. Right. Fake, or wrong buzz is like all all the space rangers. Sorry guys, I had that bean burrito for lunch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is like the fifth take. <laughs> Those bloopers are funny, but they're also a little cringy. We'll talk about yeah. them. Yeah. But act two. Oh, we also get the um like the side plot of um Al <clears throat> much like Sid is to the toys like That's, a bad guy, but he's just doing like he's just trying to make money. I, he's not doing well, it to be a bad person. He's a greedy person. businessman, but yeah, he's also but he's not evil. Well, he's not evil, but he's not a good person either. No, the way he he's not kind. It's like okay, sidebar. Before we even started doing this show, we had a few test runs. Shall we stay? Shall we say of our we did Batman Forever, and. Oh, I you're did talking a, when we first yeah, started when the we podcast. First started. Total, uh -huh. total. It was a different show. Anyway, we did a whole thing, and I went into this big, deep dive background into the Riddler and talking about how he was like Jim Carrey's Riddler was like traumatized and bullied oh, as Jimmy. a kid. And this is the kind of thing with uh, Al here. I get the sense that he was a big Woody nerd when he was in school or something like that. He got made fun of, and that's maybe why he got he has this kind of attitude towards the world around him like yelling at people over the phone when no, people are trying rude. to help him he's being rude he's like he's loud and obnoxious he's screaming at Mr. Kinoshima or whatever his name is 
I mean, not screaming like angrily, but just like, oh, yes, he's like a million dollars. He's loud and obnoxious. And then he's calling, talking to the guy over the phone. He's like, you better be here in two minutes because I'm going to be at the airport. And I'm little Jerry. Come on, he's doing you a favor, you punk ass. Jerry Seinfeld walks in. No, man. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea, Jerry. No idea. So Newman. act two, fun act. <laughs> we, it is fun, fun act. Action packed. We're about to get more action packed, though. If yes. you're if you're ready. Is there anything that you have to say anymore? I mean, no. I went off on a few sidebars. Yeah. So my did spotlight's I. out of the way. And now I like just... how Woody kind of sounded. He sounded and looked a little insane too. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm famous, guys, or whatever. He, he almost sounds the fame go to his to head them, a little bit. To them, he sounds delusional. Delusions of grandeur. And you can kind of see in his face. He's like, you see, uh, I, you, I'm, I. It turns out I'm actually kind of a famous toy, and uh, I was part of a show, and this is my roundup gang. And it's, ever, and they're like, okay, like, Woody, great. Okay. You're you starting to home? sound like unprogrammed Buzz right now, or and then Buzz is like, I resent that. I'm like, no offense, reprogrammed Buzz. buzz yeah, but, no offense. But it's uh, a fun act. It's funny that Buzz is self-aware now, but he still retains some of that Ranger knowledge, like. It was a code fifty two seven. Oh, yeah. oh really? Are you serious? Oh yeah. Your Majesty. This is Woody's hand. He knows that it's it's like Captain America fighting himself. He knows his triggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess spoilers for Endgame if you haven't seen no. that. No, I'm but, sure everybody uh, on planet Earth. Well, not everybody. I. You know. But anyway, they, he knows his own triggers because he was that. So he, well, he not, tells him the code. Woody doesn't even fail to think about Andy. And I'm sorry, I keep I keep interrupting you. I feel uh, like you didn't it. interrupt me. Uh, he keeps he's not thinking about his friends in Andy's room either, like Bo Peep or oh, the friends who just spent all that time coming to save him. He didn't. He's not thinking about them in that moment. He's Question: th- When you're done? Yeah, I'm done with that. No, dude. What? what did RC car get? He's not in gotten this rid of. No. Where was he? Because they could have used him to get to Al's faster. That's kind of a plot hole, isn't it? Did we see him at all? Like, why was he not in this movie? You wouldn't get rid of that toy. That's a cool toy. Andy still played. He's with on him. the he kept shelf. The shark. He got shelved. But no, we don't see him. He, he no, he was one of the toys that got rotated in the bottom of the toy box. Maybe. The, <laughs> so what? Andy's, we got to make sure the toys get rotated. We got. We got to have the 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 meeting with Spell about the. the Andy plays with the shark in this one, which good for him. But good for where's him. RC? Hey, because he got rotated out of the box. Do you think that's the what it is? Did. Like where's RC, RC got put in the bottom, or he ran out of batteries? They couldn't get batteries. His mom didn't get batteries yet. I don't know. Come on, use cr- your imagination, Spencer. Uh uh-uh. uh. Where's RC? Hashtag free RC. Cry baby. Hashtag Spencer free RC. Here. Hashtag cry baby Spencer over RC. Act three, rescue squad meets Zerg on the elevator. He comes up and he's wrong. Buzz is fighting him on the elevator. And this is like uh, Luke versus Vader. And Rex accidentally saves the day by knocking <laughs> Zerg. I can't watch. And he turns around and his tail knocks Zerg. 
But not the... before we get Zerga's. Yeah, you're in, skipping in ahead. Buzz, Buzz, wrong Buzz is like it, it, it's it's mirroring it's the, the video to fight. game. It's it's mirroring the the video game action almost exactly. He jumps over him and lasers him and hurts his eyes. And then Buzz is like, Buzz gets knocked you down. You killed my father. And Zerg is like, no, Buzz. I, I am, am your father. father. And he goes, no. And then Buzz. <laughs> As the elevator slowly yes. goes down. And then Buzz, or Buzz, uh, Rex knocks him over and he falls like the emperor falls <laughs> <laughs> down. And then Buzz is like, I defeated Zerg. Rex is like, I defeated Zerg. Like I, It's like he fulfills his destiny. He started the the movie, not being able to defeat hey, Zerg, and then he did it. And then his Buzz hero's is like, journey is complete, baby. It is. <laughs> and then Buzz is like, "Father," as he watches him fall. But Rex That's is like, funny. "Hey." That's funny. So blast from the past here, as they get out and they're like, "How do we get to the airport?" And guess what, baby? Pizza, Pizza Planet, Planet truck. truck in action. The same one because it says yo on the back. Yep, the same one. Six months later, still looking the yep. same. Didn't clean that up at all. And they meet three alien toys. Mm-hmm. And then the the toys are trying to drive the car, but it won't the truck, but it won't go in the What about Buzz and his dad? Oh yeah. Hey Buzz, you want to come along? No, I've got a lot of catching up to do with my dad. And then Throws he catches the one of one of the balls yeah. that, that Zerg shoots out. Go along, Buzzy. Yippee! <laughs> All right, Dad. Wee! It runs off. <laughs> and they're playing catch. It's very fun. See, It's very wholesome. How did Zerg not break, though? He fell down an um, elevator shaft 23 floors up. Oh. He's indestructible. Well, they, it's they, that indestructible it, I told indestructible. you in the commercial. Yeah. It's reinforced. Well, no. Uh, Whatever. We'll go with that. Yeah, it's that. whatever. Um, so they're trying to figure it out. The aliens are like, the wand of power. And it kind of <laughs> mirrors the 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 claw. Um, so Potato Head saves the aliens from flying out of the window, and then they become attached to him. And then we're eternally grateful. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, go away. Like, leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny yeah. part. <laughs> this is how he's. <laughs> I don't Will know. you just leave me alone? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't see him. You just hear the talking. <laughs> I didn't laugh this hard when I was watching him. <laughs> You can hear the pain in his voice. You can hear the pain in his voice. He's just like, please, leave me alone. Okay. I used to be a camp. Do you need a drink? No. I used to be a camp counselor, and there, this was me every day. You? Yes. Like the kids would just be like. At cowboy camp? No, regular camp. And some of the kids would just be, and you couldn't say this, but in your head, you're just like, <laughs> you you channeled Mr. Potato Head, but you just didn't say Will it all out loud. Please leave me alone. How he says, <laughs> but you don't see him. <laughs> Will you just leave me alone? <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're making me laugh. It's so funny. Is it, isn't that when they pull up to the airport? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the dog. You can't park here. This is the white zone. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> Holy crap, Spencer. <laughs> We're going to watch that scene after the show. <laughs> I've been.
been Mr. Potato Head and I've been the kid. I've been the alien. It's <laughs> like, please, just leave me alone. <laughs> oh my gosh, Christian. That is so funny looking back at it and just realize, like, putting myself in his shoes. Oh, oh man. And in their shoes. So, uh, <laughs> so we're in the airport. Okay, we're there, <laughs> and time's ticking. How did she not? I don't know. There's a little doggy. Once they're like, yeah, we just gotta find Woody's case. It'll be easy. And then they go in where all the luggage is, and this like maze. Did you hear the phone call or the when Al was talking to the baggage guy? And you better be careful with this stuff. There's a lot of expensive stuff in there. I'm going to Japan. There's lots of expensive stuff. Yeah. And I've seen what happens. I had a bag of cookies once, and they all came back as crumbs. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> hear that part. But uh, this is where we get Potato Head. Once they see all of the, the luggage, he literally shits his yeah. pants. <laughs> the back flap opens, and all of his stuff falls out. Oh, we forgot to mention oh the deck, too. What? <laughs> you're here. You're about to meet Mr. Angry Eyes. <laughs> and he puts his, <laughs> puts shoes, his on. shoes and runs into the I dresser. I did not realize that. Like, what are his <laughs> shoes doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah, he shits his pants. This movie <laughs> right is hysterical. Mouth agape, bowed and flat. <laughs> oh, so then there's this chase scene through this huge baggage, baggage, such baggage a cool conveyor belts. It, it reminds me, probably inspired the uh, scene in Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. with yep. the doors. It, yep. Absolutely. It's probably designed the same. I think they so. They just drag and drop. But it's then, not that uh, simple. So they get to Woody and Prospector rips Woody's arm again. So it's useless. Yeah. And he's like, yo. We can take it all together. We can take you in pieces, Woody. He's so evil. You'll just fix you when you get there. Something like and that. And then the squad shows up and they found a case the that squad, was identical. AOC shows up? Who? No, <laughs> never mind. You won't get it. <laughs> but they, they found um, some camera equipment. With oh, like they, a thought flash. It was the they thought it was the case with the toys in it, but it was yes. just flash photography equipment. So they flash Prospector, and he gets blinded, and he's, he falls they down. They get a hold of him. And oh, they get him, yeah. They get him, and he's just like, oh, toys, kids ruin toys. It'll just be ripped apart, and then they won't like you anymore, blah, blah, blah. He has and a then, rant. And then uh, what's let's Woody show say? the prospector the meaning of playtime. Grabs his cheek yep. and... <laughs> and then they throw him off. Or they, put him get... in, they put him in a Barbie backpack. Oh, yeah. And then you see the backpack come off the uh, the conveyor. You know, baggage claim. Yes. Little girl picks it up. Look, Mom. Look, Barbie. It's an ugly man doll. <laughs> Maybe you can show him some makeup. We'll make him up or whatever. And then you see the creepy, like, Barbie head twisted to the side. And she's like... Oh, hello. Amy's an You're artist. You're going to like Amy. <laughs> she <laughs> snaps her neck. And he's just like, no. And he goes. You get the screeching uh, harp or the screeching string sound when mm, she yeah. twists her head. <clears throat> like, so. <laughs> so he, this, he, his life is ruined. Although I bet I'd like to think he turns it around. It's like, you know what? This playtime thing, this is kind of fun. And I'm dating Barbie now. Okay. We have a great life. Like, it's dating cool. Dating Barbie. Yeah. So Jesse gets loose from the rest of them, and they're trying to save her. And now the chase is to save her, because all like Bullseye can is we good. Talk, can we talk about the baggage claim guys for a second? Is I uh, bet that's how some people flop, really handle. They, I know that's probably the joke. Like they just flop Jesse back into the case, not even putting her in her little imprint foam, like special they don't made care. foam. They gotta go. They didn't do it. They're just like, oh, this one's hanging out. Yeah. 
We gotta go. This airplane's taking off, man. <laughs> it's the same guy, Pizza Planet. <laughs> he left his truck. Pizza's getting cold here. <laughs> I we wish they had that across voice. The Pacific. <laughs> so Woody and Buzz ride off to go get her. It, it's like the TV show, and you get the TV show theme yep, music. Yep, yep. It's mirroring the old Woody's Roundup show. Yep. This and is the final episode, as he is. says later on. Yeah. So Woody and Buzz are on Bullseye, and they get to Jesse, and Woody gets in there, and they get out of the box, but the plane's cargo door closes, and then the plane yeah. starts to take off, well, and Woody leads a daring escape underneath the plane by the tires, and then Buzz comes to save him with Bullseye. <laughs> and then he's like, let's find out what happened on the final Woody's Roundup. Well, because they make it into the cargo, but she, he opens the box, right? And they're not taking off yet because right. the baggage people, they're like, oh, we still got another load in. Mm-hmm. We still got to wait. And then before they can get off, the guys are like, too late, slam. Too late. We'll get him Put on her on the, the, the next, next flight. Point. But before that, you see uh, the, the baggage handler, like, there's a fragile box, and he, like, shakes it and just <laughs> tosses it yeah. over his shoulder. <laughs> that kind of made it. It's an in-joke. Yes, it is. It's but. Funny. I thought that was funny. I like the sound design when uh, you see Woody and uh, after the baggage door closed, they have to leave through the uh, the, the landing gear, mm-hmm. you know, and you hear the sound design, just the whistling wind yeah. and the airplane revving up and getting ready, the tires and everything. It sounds so realistic. It, it sounds really amazing. It's very But good. then I think they cut out to the shot of Buzz on the horse on Bullseye when they do the wide shot of him on Bullseye chasing the plane yeah, and it's after they slip fast. after they slip and it's not going that fast no. and the sound might change to, to reflect the wider camera angle like it's not as in it's not as intense as no, it right, sounds in, right. the close, in the action i just that really Ant-Man love that scene type i love i love that it's so immersive you know what i love when his hat falls off and you see buzz's hand great cinematography it's awesome, awesome. the reveal that he's there and he's that's riding such bullseye a good, that's such a good and then woody puts oh. his pull string to use because that thing's useless anyway and he doesn't play with that and, he, and you get he kind he of slings. a parallel with rc oh yeah because instead of a mechanical toy it's a it's, it's a bullseye. doll bullseye doll and then and she's like, we didn't it. know what happened. He's like, let's find out. And they swing and they land on Buzz. And then Jesse has this really cool line where she goes, that was definitely Woody's finest hour. Yep. And they're like, let's go home. And you see the plane landing behind him. And it goes over him and barely misses. And it's like, let's go home. But I love that ensemble shot, by the way. When oh, it's they, great. But, when they get all um, together there. Their toys, they're not that heavy. There's three rag dolls, essentially. The force of that jet would have sent them flying. Is this another one of your crane complaints? How yes. unrealistic expectations? It is, but it's fine. I it I like it's fine because then it's like let's go go home. home. Slow fade to Andy's room. Yeah, so we're back in Andy's room. But oh, uh, yeah, Andy comes home. He goes to get Butt Woody. I never get but he's Butt gone. Woody. No, he. I was gonna <laughs> say Buzz. He goes to get Woody. He's off the shelf, and then he gets this welcome party. With sketch or etch a sketch oh, says, yeah. welcome, welcome home, home Andy. Andy. And does his mom never quite like, I didn't get you those toys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, I did. Whatever. You're welcome. Yeah. No problems. What the hell did now, you get if you, those Now, if from? your theory was correct, it would have been nice to see a scene of Andy's mom going like, what? What are you talking about? And then she picks up the Jesse doll and is like, oh, hmm. yeah. And just like yeah. a little, oh, that would have, oh, uh, that, that would have been great. That would have been great. That would have brought it. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have elevated it. Or a even bit. if, let's say, in the in Toy Story three, mm-hmm. like when when he's going off to and she's like has a moment with her, but 
I guess maybe that they don't need a moment because that's not really her in the flashback. I don't know. But it would have been a cool reveal. Yeah. Like, huh, I haven't seen one of these since. <laughs> and then walks and then off puts him away. and leaves them standing like Vader. <laughs> since when? I have not felt this since walks away. Um, uh, do we just go back to work? Yeah, just go back to work. Okay, okay. That uh, did you notice cool the? Thing, yeah, it would have. It really would have. <sighs> did oh, I'm you? Mad. If I was writing the movie, that would have happened. <laughs> did you notice the uh, baggage tractor oh, yeah. out on the, out the neighbor's the... yard? And, like, and they walk out, and he's got his cup. Like, hmm, how did this happen? <laughs> that is very. <laughs> we got to call AAA. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> Annie comes home. Bullseye. Oh, um, we get we get um. Jesse okay. and Bullseye are branded by Woody. They have the name on the back. Yep. Well, how on, does he misspell it at first? Like Dandy or something? Uh, maybe. I, I didn't pay that close attention. But then Buzz flirts with Jesse, and then... Buzz's wings pop. Okay, that's oh, another yeah. euphemism there. Boner, because yeah. she oh. saves... You got to leave it to the imagination. Nope. You don't need to nope. just outright say, Boner! He, he pulls a winger. He, gets a, he pops a winger. <laughs> and that one's for uh, the parents at home. When his wings... Flap yeah, out the sound Jesse effects helps even the like a dong, dong, yeah. like, and his face just like what? It's like potato head pooping his pants. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and then that's um, oh, that's not uh, the end. No, that's because <laughs> we oh we get oh man, it, everything wraps up. Pops the boner, potato I head, <laughs> Mister Potato Head goes to Mrs. Potato Head, and the aliens follow him, and they're like, they're so cute, let's adopt them. And then Mr. Potato is just like, oh, and they go, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> Will you just leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny the first time. Um, Ham is now trying to beat the Buzz Lightyear video game. And he's like, Rex, can you help me here? And he's like, I've already, I, I don't need to beat the game. I lived it. And I'm like, dude, just help that, him. Yes. You, you I love jerk. that Rex completes an actual arc in it's, this movie it's it. kind of funny because awesome. of how behind the scenes he is and you actually get his like <laughs> he's awesome i can't it's just a funny little side thing it really it is. is um that they had time to cram that in too oh i know there's a lot going on in this movie and then we get wheezy finally why would I he am get not fixed a fan that's not this. a toy i'm not a that fan andy would ever play with give it to the dog how did he get fixed who found him a new squeaker oh he says he say? i can't remember though but he sings a frank sinatra type version of you got <sighs> i'm a not a fan of this you know who i'm is really not, not in this a movie fan. rc and Randy Newman. Randy Newman did the score though. Okay, but still. he didn't have any. But he didn't sing any songs. When she loved me. No. <laughs> Just well, to sound Sarah McLaughlin had the the, <laughs> the touch to that song. I mean, yeah, are you sure you don't want me to do it? Yeah, uh, Randy, we really. When yes, we're she sure. said she loved me, <laughs> I know I was beautiful. <laughs> it, 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 I was under the bed for a while. She got a makeup on. She forgot about me in this song. Yeah, Randy. <laughs> okay. We're going to go a different direction. You're going to do oh, the score First still. of all, he wrote the song, but she sang did. it. Of course he wrote the song. Yeah, Randy, we're going to go. We're going to. We want a uh, tender voice. Well, I see Friend this and Me is in tender this. tender enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> I see Friend and Me is in this movie. Yeah, but you're not going to sing it ever. But what? What? We're going to hear it. Woody's going to sing it? And then me? Nope. And then Wheezy. Well, <laughs> As me? Do I get the voice? No. A different person is that can sing well. 
Oh, he can sing. I know. We're going for Frank Sinatra. I know. I don't Frank like it, though. Sinatra's I really di- don't like the Frank Sinatra wheezy thing. I like thing. it. It shows I, that his voice was really good. I don't like how it ended. I don't like how it number? ended with the Frank Sinatra. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And I I swear I had a thought of how it should have ended earlier, but I can't remember what I was thinking. Well, it but, could be worse than you, and then they get like a cat. <laughs> no, just with the... See, this ending is a lot more well-paced than Toy Story 1. Because Toy Story 1, it kind of just, like, uh, they land in the car, Andy finds them, and they cut to Christmas, and they have a little jokey joke about the dog, and then that's it. Ends a little abruptly. This one has a little more better ending, and you get a nice little moment between Buzz and Woody, where, you know, they Woody accepts that he's living on borrowed time, basically. Oh, yeah, and he's like, you, even well, when you know, Andy's and done someday with Andy's, me. Andy's, Andy, even when Andy's done with me, you know. I'll always have Buzz Lightyear. To by my side and beyond it'll be fun while it lasts well buzz says like well it, it won't you know what uh andy will go off someday to college or whatever and yeah but it'll be fun while it lasts and i'll have woody by or i'll have buzz by my side to buzz infinity and beyond and yep which i said when that we very get, ineloquently watch when, the movie it's way better when we get to the there. fourth one I'll tell you why it frustrates me because of what yes. they just set up here. Yeah. But yeah. remind yep, me yep, that yep, he yep. says I that. And, mm, I agree. I have some thoughts about Toy Story 4. I'm not even going to say anything about him until we get to no, it. No, let's wait but till we get to that. C- credits roll and during the, <clears throat> during the credits, we get some, <laughs> some bloopers that are cringy, but they're kind of funny. The best one is uh, when the aliens are hanging there. And they're oh. talking, like, because this is what <laughs> I actors do. I knew you would do. find this funny. Because this is what I'm... I'm I'm not like a professional actor. I haven't been anything big. But you're a very good actor, though. Thank you. Just as being in my but movie and being in your own movie, I have you're been very in good. short films, like student films, and just some little mm-hmm. stuff here and there. I've had low gigs, and the actors, like if you don't know them, you talk to other actors on the set in between scenes, and that's what you talk about is what yeah. these aliens are talking <laughs> about. Like, so are you? Are you doing? You working anything else after this? You have any more gigs? Yeah, well, I got this thing. I'm doing a commercial. Oh, great. That'll be really good for you. That's perfect. Yeah, thanks. Do you got going anything going on? And it's just funny how real that is. Yeah. Like, well, were you in the first one? He goes, yeah, well, in the letterbox, you can see my hand grabbing Woody's <laughs> ankle. I'm like, wow, really? That's great. Yeah. Oh, do you got any anything lined up after this? And he's like, yeah. They're they're casting me as a villain in a serial commercial, <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's really funny. That's it must a good be one. Buzz Lightyear serial. I think they're in universe. I think the aliens are part of the Buzz Lightyear like Space Command canon. Oh, they gotta be. I think they are. So why doesn't he recognize them? I don't know. Well, he does refer to they're Sector Twelve. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's cool. Another funny like in tongue in cheek uh, filmmaking moment when they're you know Woody's playing the pranks on Buzz like first oh, yeah. first he's in the box or that's a later one he's in the box doing the funny face and Woody <laughs> <laughs> those then are funny too he's like we're going to rescue Buzz or we're going to rescue puts Woody his shield puts up. his shield up and it's the mustache and the permanent marker what what what's on my face what's on my face what Woody <sighs> and then you hear the producer in the background all right guys we're losing light here yeah I, I love that <laughs> <laughs> it's so real yes. that is so true all right guys we're guys, losing light light we Come are on. losing light it is five <laughs> o'clock we're gonna have light light will be gone in 30 minutes guys we got to get moving here i love that you can hear him in the background yeah <laughs> right we're losing light i like uh, the the bugs life one too yeah well that he one. is on two movie 
But it's not Bugs Life too. Uh, thanks, Heimlich, for getting us involved in this. I mean, really. <laughs> well, I forgot to say that it's not a... It is a two-movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty butterfly. <laughs> but then <laughs> too they bad die? that doesn't have a sequel. Like, does Buzz kill them? No. <laughs> By karate chopping their branch? That's, part, that's the funny part, because <laughs> just the sound effects of Buzz... Chopping yeah, through the branches, it's so heavy. Like because they're bug, they're even smaller than toys. Yeah, they're like, why? What? What's going on? And then it zooms out. It's like, all right, uh, places and places, action, everybody and action, chop. and you see the karate chop action of Buzz, uh, and, just, and they fall off. It's very fun. <laughs> just the way the I don't even I can't even explain it. The sound effect, the sound design there, it cracks me up. Just it's just very fun. just because of how exaggerated it is. Yes, because they're <laughs> bugs. So it's exaggerated to toys, some sound effects, but even there's a small It's even universe. more exaggerated yes. to the bugs, which is too bad that doesn't have a sequel like I, yeah. I wanted to that say. What would they do? <sighs> well, dude, if cars got... They, I would actually be very interested in a Bugs Life sequel right now. I wouldn't mind it. That it was, would be very be one of my favorites. Like, Flick can be the head of the... He can take the grandma's place, basically, alongside what's-her-name... I can't remember her name. Uh, pre- Princess, Princess Ada. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, that I would be know. cool. They could figure something. Out. But the guy who does the voice for Heimlich uh, has died since then. That's true. Because they did a they did a tribute to him in a Pixar movie. I can't remember. It's which sad. One. He was the voice of Squeakers or Wheezy. Oh yeah, he was. Because yeah. when they were short, like he was they, the voice of Wheezy, and I think Heimlich. And um, he passed away after Toy Story 2 came out, I think. But that's very Very sad. sad. And uh, before we move on to episode Toy Story 3 and the next one, but Toy uh, Story 3 Revenge of the Sid. (laughs) (laughs) Toy Story 2 Attack of the Clone. Is that what you said earlier? Yeah, the clone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Buzz. The Buzz clone. But uh, Toy Story Episode 1. Phantom Lightyear. The Phantom Space Ranger. I don't know. Phantom Laser. <laughs> Little Blink light him to death. <laughs> but no, the voice actor of Slinky Dog passed away. Too. Yeah, Jim Ernest. Barney. Yep, that's but sad. But who they got to replace Sounds him in the next just one? Just like him. He, pretty much. Not, pretty close. It. He's good. I can't think of his name. He's been in a lot of stuff though. He was in Fifty First Dates. He's in Waterboy. A lot of Adam Sandler stuff. But he's 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 good. But nobody. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Which brings quite me, capture the essence. No. But he's good. He's we good. should do the Ernest movies. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they're in. Maybe they're in the hopper. <laughs> I think How I've only ever seen one. The Christmas one is the one I've seen. Have I seen that one? There was one I remember he, really thinking was funny as a kid. Yeah, the Christmas one's kind of sad. I don't remember it. Maybe we will do them. Not yet. I We're really, I really like right the now. Santa in the Christmas one. But anyway, that's for here nor there. But maybe um, it's somewhere. So overall thoughts. <sighs> overall thoughts. I really like it's a like I said in the beginning, it really is an Empire Strikes Back sort of scenario. This is really a, almost a perfect sequel. Mm-hmm. I mean, the writing I think isn't as funny. As it was in Toy Story, but that's because you don't get the sarcastic Woody as much, which right. was really a highlight of the first one. 
But this you one... You get more frantic, Woody. He's fragile in this one. This one, <clears throat> like, it focuses, like I said, more on Woody. We're focusing on Woody's journey. Like, I felt like the first one focused more... Like, it has a more emotional thing with Buzz because he just learned that he's a toy. You know, yeah. he's having an existential crisis. This one, Woody's kind of doing the same thing. We learn more about his backstory, where he came from, what his legacy as a toy is. And it goes into that theme... What makes him valuable? What makes Woody in a toy valuable? Playtime. Like, it's collector's value. It's col- it's value in the cultural cultural zeitgeist of the day or in the era. Or how much your kid loves you. I think it's And that. wants to keep you and play with you. That's their main thing. And how thing. much that motivates a toy to make choices. Because in that moment, in that short-sighted moment, Woody makes that decision to stay with them. Partly because he feels bad for all of them, I think. And he's thinking in the short term, if I do this, it will help them feel better. They and we'll be back him. together as the Roundup Gang. They get but to then him. he doesn't think, my friend's at Andy's house. Andy himself. Andy needs me. And that's a theme that does play into the later movies, too, that we'll talk about. But well, it was just that, the what's the value yeah. of a toy? How much his kid or his owner loves him, which is also a theme with uh, Emily and Jesse. Mm-hmm. And also... With with the other side of that coin, uh, Prospector Pete and Jesse and Dinky Bullseye Pete. as well. How much they value? They have value because they're collectors' items. Yeah. In in that sense, and they see value differently than what Andy's toys do because they're like, "Yo, we're getting played with. This life is awesome." Yeah. As we're not sitting as... in a box. No. It's like what Buzz said earlier. What's what's that? What he's sitting in behind glass in a box, not being able, not being played with. Right. Some life. And it, you know, it's, 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 you get this cool flipped story too like this flip-flopped rescue story where now buzz mm-hmm. is going out to rescue and it kind of is a ring theory in that way it kind and of the is. parallels it kind of goes ring. in that structure a ring pop theory because we're dealing with toys now i want to do the diagram which i have i didn't even bother posting that yet like i said i would for it's Star too late Wars. now <sighs> let the past die there'll be a tbt there we go <laughs> hashtag tbt oh there you go but anyway but yeah uh just also dealing with the 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 psyche of the toy, you know? Like, how yeah. do they feel about being abandoned and broken and being put on the shelf? And how do they deal with practicalities, like losing a limb? Or how do you react to that? Like, uh, plastic corrosion awareness, those sorts of things. Like, yeah, those are things that they need to worry about. Like, we worry about, like, our cholesterol and our weight and right. our, what we eat. They worry about plastic corrosion and whether or not a dog eats your hand off or something like right, that which is taking care of yourself like that's health like to they them have, yeah like if they're exactly. corroding they're not taking care of themselves mm-hmm. that's like obesity quote-unquote to them like it eats away at the yeah you know the corrosion is like the fat that it blocks other things from yeah. working and just going into their their the nightmares that they have like being yeah. shelved and being broken not and being played with not being played with being not fulfilling their purpose in life as a toy which this film really expounds on that even more than the first one like goes into that like yeah it's a little deeper it gets deeper into that while still remaining playful and imaginative at times they they can go deeper the sound design allows for imagination i mean like when they're crossing the street with the cones and you hear this giant (laughs) cement (laughs) going down the that scene is so funny but it's not as it's not as major uh, funny, funny little toy puns like the fighting guys, the the blue and the red. He was talking to me. No, he no, was talking, he was to, talking me. to me. <laughs> like yeah, that. a lot of cool. The new characters are great. Oh, 
Uh, <clears throat> well, Spencer, Spencer, what are you, what are you final thoughts? What are you final thoughts? <laughs> Learn how to talk, Christian. Come on. Yeah, I just as a sequel. I remember watching this. I remember always really, really liking it, but always the first one always was just like nothing ever topped the first one. But watching this one again, I liked it way more than what I remember liking it, and I've always really liked it. But this time, I think I just looked at it a little deeper and looked at the. Like the stuff we were just talking about, like the meanings and getting into the characters mm -hmm. and these, the, I love how they flip flop the rescue and they put Buzz in the situation and we put Woody in a vulnerable situation instead of Buzz. And, and it, not only from, he, he has to save Woody, not only from Al and the prospector, but like from himself, Yeah, he has to, he reminds him like, yo, mm -hmm. you told me. That I'm a toy. Like, you are a toy. Remember yeah, he, that. He makes that comment. He's like, somewhere inside you is that toy that once told me. Yes. And convinced me. And it's just, this one's deeper. That nothing goes, is better than playing with a kid who right. loves you. And it, they can't, because the main characters are established enough to where we don't have to do that as much. Now we can get into their deeper arcs. Mm -hmm. Like, where are they now and where are they headed? And it's, <clears throat> the growth of Buzz is great. Woody kind of stays the same, but he's kind of on the downward because he, he, he's kind of like in a midlife crisis almost because he gets ripped, which means like he's getting older, getting more fragile. He finds out, oh, wait, I used to be this big fancy, like this would be nice to be, have everybody love me forever. Like kids aren't going to grow old because they're going to be the same age. Every, it's kind of like being a teacher older, in high school. They stay the same yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um it it's it's he saves him from himself he helps much like woody helped buzz realize what his true Nature. purpose was yeah. yep buzz reminds woody of that and the development of woody and buzz's story and their relationship is such a big step forward from toy story cuz that was when it was just budding we didn't see it until the very end this one we see it the entire time nobody ever gets mad at anybody else well, I mean, they do, but the original ones, there's not this infighting. Right. It's, hey, we're the all together. Yeah. We're, we're yep. mended. Even Ham and Potato Head, the two like biggest Woody skeptics from the last one, they were on the front lines like, yep, we're going to rescue him. Like, we're all going. We're, they didn't have to be pulled in it just cuts to them getting ready to go they, they were they like buzz respect. i don't know about this they might disagree with how woody acted in the past but they respect him yeah as their leader yeah and buzz as second in command which he quick he is yeah. because when woody's leaving he's telling him he's okay you remember what you do and buzz is like you you i got this you go have fun we'll find your hat and the the supporting characters also get little arcs because they in the last one they were kind of just there and they didn't really get much but in this one like you said rex has an entire arc yeah <laughs> like he starts it's almost rex it's almost rex's movie too it kind of behind yeah it's like there's a layer you take the 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 main plot layer uh, that's a yeah. stupid analogy man no that and was then they, dumb. they realized like they all <laughs> It clicks, and they realize the true importance. Plots are like cakes. <laughs> Ogres are like layers. 
we'll probably have to do Shrek now. We we opened up this can oh, of animated no. movies. But they realized the maybe. true importance of friendship and like working together. Yeah. Because they realize, hey, we're not if we get rid of if Woody were to go away, <clears throat> or if any of us were to go away, we're only hurting like Andy. And that's why we're right. here. We're here for him when he needs us. We're mm -hmm. not here for ourselves. Like he's gonna play with us and it's and whoever else we get passed on to in the future. Yeah. And so we mentioned at the top of the show the animation is oh, a huge, man, huge, huge notch. step. Like they and how many movies in between this the Toy Story one and two were there? Was it just a Bug's Life? I think so. I think it was just a Bug's Life. Monsters Inc. hadn't come out yet. No, had it? No, 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 no. Because no. this came Bugs out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, which was only and the animation is stellar. Yeah, even from a Bug's Life to Toy Story two. Like yeah. you get more like cinematic looking things. And the it's, bird was impressive from Bug, uh, Bugs Life. Yeah, it was. And in this one, they're kind of taking a little, well, not a victory lap, but they're really stretching their wings because they're like, okay, we didn't really do people last time. This time, the main character, one of the main, well, the main villain in the last one was Sid, but he, you oh, saw he him sparingly, kind of, no. yeah. <laughs> but this time, they're like, we're going to have the main villain again be a human, and we're you're going to see him a lot and you're going to see him throughout the movie not just like at the end when you got to rescue him like he's from the beginning the middle and the end he's there and he looks good there sometimes is there the human's lips look a little funny yeah, like when they funny. do his close up when he's talking about to Woody in the glass case and when he has to go all the way to work and he's like you're going to make me big buck buck bucks <laughs> his lips look funny to me oh something we missed we also see Al at the end of it, doing a commercial, and he's like sad, and yeah. everything is only a dollar. Like, how did that ruin him that he didn't sell these? Like, is his company not doing well all of a sudden? What he still has a lot of toys. A First of all, that commercial never would have aired. Let's be honest; no, I they have. would never have done that. No, but uh, why is he all of a sudden not doing great? Because that's what it seems like. Because he because he's he sad to... because he lost his toys and he lost out a million. Or two billion right. million dollars. What I don't did he, know. How much did he invest in that? Where all of a sudden he's now. I, don't I mean, he had he... to pay for his trip there, I guess. But right. it's not like the guy paid him and he has to pay it back. He didn't get paid yet, right? Or I did he? I don't think he got paid yet. So he why just, is he basically the it looks way? Looks like I, he's going out of business. I take it that he's just really bummed because his little deal with the Woody and the Roundup gang didn't go through. So he's just really depressed and he lost out a big, big amount of money. Right. And, but Excuse it implies me. he's stuck with his little toy barn. But he has a lot of like he has a whole aisle of Buzz Lightyears. Like he's probably doing know, pretty but well still. No one cares about Buzz Lightyears or a diamond new... dozen nowadays. No, they got Woody, the utility. You can't belt. find a Woody anywhere, man. But he toy stores during this time when this was shot would still be a big thing. Like he has a big toy and he has commercials. Like he's doing well. Why? That all of a sudden, now that he lost out on money that he didn't have anyway. He said everything's a dollar? Well, he said I didn't catch I'm, that. price is so low, you can get it for a buck, buck, buck. Well, yeah, that's the slogan. Okay, like, but why are his, why do you have to lower his prices rack. so much? That's just the clearance. No, he said everything. He's like, everything is, it's almost like an everything must go. Like, is he I going out of business? I have to watch it. It's implied that if he's it was, not doing If well. he was going out of business, that would be a little sad. I don't think his character deserved that necessarily. No, but if that was the case, why? How He's not losing money because he didn't get the money that he didn't have anyway. I don't know. 
Uh, whatever. Uh, I'll have to watch it again. I don't. I didn't hear. They do say a lot that. better with people. Um, Andy's mom looks better. She looks great. She's kind of smoking. Andy's mom <laughs> has got <laughs> it going on. <laughs> well, I should write a parody song and put it at the end, or we should. <laughs> Andy, do you remember when I mowed your lawn? <laughs> your toys came out. <laughs> and it could be from Sid's point point of view. Your toys came out and they started to spawn out of <laughs> the sandbox. <laughs> yeah. They came alive and they stared, stared at me. Woody talked. Directly to me, I got scared. Is this still Andy's yeah. mom? Yeah, Andy's I have to listen mom? to the song again. I don't know. All right, uh, animation's better. The story, like a lot of sequels, struggle from like the story taking a step back. Like, okay, we oh, gotta, man. we gotta, oh, outdo ourselves, and they, they didn't like do a new revolution. They kept the same story, but that worked in their favor. They well, didn't overcomplicate it, but they made it on a bigger scale and a bigger setting and higher stakes. A similar story, but without the main conflict being between the two main characters. Right. Because that's what the story's built upon in Toy Story 1. Yeah, but it's still, it's like a rescue mission. Right. This gotcha. time it's a yep. willing one, though. Yeah. Instead yep. of Woody being like, I have to go get him. It, it, it takes a step forward. By keeping it simple and not trying to overcomplicate it like what Cars 2 did. I didn't see either of them. You didn't see Cars or but Cars 2? But I know 2? the whole premise of Cars 2 is just they way take it, different. It's not good. They take it too big. Like, yo, we can't do the same story. It's a little outlandish. It is ridiculous. It's not a good movie. It's not. Maybe we'll come back to Pixar franchises again. I'd like to. Um, we'll be part of our Pixar <clears throat> pack. Yeah, it'll be a reoccurring thing, maybe, because Pixar does have some franchises within. Oh, absolutely. Um, not back-to-back, though. Like, we'll never do a back-to-back anime. No, no, no. But um, it ta- it doesn't take a step back like a lot of sequels do. They they do it right. They make it bigger by it, also keeping it similar, and they play it It right. builds upon what the first movie did in yeah, a the natural way. And yes. it deals with not just, like, yeah, like I was talking about, just the idea of famous toys, like collector's items, like what the value of a toy is being a collector's item versus being a child's toy and having that connection, that sort of thing. And then the stakes, like I said, are bigger. They're in a bigger city. They're they're going to be, instead of just being like left behind at Sid's house, of course, he was going to blow him up. That's a big stake, but... Like being left behind and probably being able to find their house eventually. They're going to a completely different country, yeah. possibly. They needed a map to find Al's toy barn. Yeah, that and they're going to be shipped to Tokyo. Yeah. So it's such a bigger scale. Pretty, pretty far away works. from the Tri-County area, I'd say. Yeah, it's like Quad County. I want to know where they where they live. Question, what does Annie's mom do, do you think? Uh, I don't know. Because we never she see might her work. be a businesswoman. We, we don't really or... focus on them much. Well, who watches Andy? The what school. His sister. <laughs> he has a Molly. The two-year-old <laughs> watches the eight-year-old Andy. No, we also see a little bit of growth with those characters briefly because we see like Molly starting to walk. So it must be a certain. Is that Molly starting to walk? What age do kids usually start to walk? Well, my son walked when he was 
one. He that's a little. It's about one, you know, eight, nine months. Okay. I so, walked at seven months, which is really early, and people don't believe me, but it's a hundred percent true. That's that's. I've seen I think it's home between videos. like nine six months to is a good t- six to twelve months in that span, depending yeah. on who we're talking about. It depends. Yeah, it depends Everyone's on the different. kid and yeah. how often you work with them. But, but I was just thinking about when you were saying so she, earlier, I, six I months later. I wonder, like she's she's got to be. Close to or at least a year old. You know what? I think you're right about the six-month thing. Because That's Andy would have gotten new toys for the new Christmas a year later that we would have been introduced to. Yeah. And we, we just see, see Mrs. the Mrs. Potato, Potato Head. Head that he got earlier, six months earlier. We don't see any and other the puppy. new toys. And the puppy who is yeah. not aged. Like, it's still kind of a puppy. Yeah. I think I th- I think he is a puppy, actually, Buster is. He sure I, seems What like kind a of puppy, dog is yeah. he? He's not a dachshund, I don't think. He, I think he's a winter dog. He is? Yeah. But I, just his face, like his features. Okay. And just how he, he acts might be is very mutt, puppy-ish. Though, possibly. He could be, but I think he's weaned down. Okay. Because he but, doesn't get much bigger in the third one, and that's several years later. Let's just rest our laurels on that it's six months later yeah, in the we summertime. Carry it, yes. Or spring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but it, it just, I, it was such a joy, such a joy ride. It was. With the Roundup Gang and the Rescue Squad and their little crossover battle. Yeah. Albeit brief. Yeah. Yeah. But just, it, it was a fun, this was a fun adventure, high stakes, and just growing relationships and new characters that fit in well. They, they weren't forced in, and we got background enough on them. Like, cause they did it in a way. We didn't need Prospector's background because we assume he's never been played with because they kept him in a box. Right. So that was a clever way to not have to explain him too and much. And he doesn't seem like the kind of character that kids would play with back no. in the 50s, given his depiction on right. the show, and, being a, a goofball. like. And Bullseye doesn't talk or anything, and he's he's a just a, a, a play horse, so you just assume right. same type of thing as like Jesse. But Jesse who is like the main character of the new characters because she's like the mirror image female version of Woody. So Mm, naturally she would get the biggest backstory of them and just how they set up each character. It's interesting. We get enough of the other two and enough of Jesse to really feel what these characters are going through without getting each of their backstory, like a little montage for each. We get what we need. Yeah. That just makes me think about Buzz now because we get more of a backstory on characters like Jesse and Buzz, or not Buzz, excuse me, Woody in this movie than we do get about Buzz in any of the Toy Story films. And I think it has to do with that idea. No, it just kind of well, came we've to known me in my... Buzz's backstory. We saw him yeah, from but we his don't... origin. I know, but we don't, and it's because he doesn't have enough time to become a collector's item he or whatever. Have He's a, a hot new yet. toy. Yes. He doesn't have a history yet. And also the idea of him having a rebirth. Like he hasn't he hadn't developed enough to right. have a big backstory, now that I think of it. And he's right. like a a rebirth being this I'm discovered myself sort of idea. We follow his whole arc through the okay. four movies. Yep. Yep. Because that takes place of his Except whole Except I have issues with him in Toy Story Four, but oh we'll my get gosh. there. We'll get there. Yeah. And I, three. And three. Oh, we'll get there. I haven't though. watched three in a long time, but it was lead let's just lead into it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture. Toy, Toy Story, Story three, 3 was. And I'll talk about it next week's episode two when we actually talk about Toy Story three, but uh that was that was Toy Story two. Toy Story two. 
Toy Story wait. 2, one of the most perfect sequels in cinema, actually, in my, in my opinion. And in Rotten Tomatoes' opinion, too, the critics' opinions, too, because uh, so Toy good. Story and Toy Story 2 have 100%. Seriously? Fresh. Yep. Wow. Yep. Does yep. Toy Story 3? Because it was not It doesn't. For an Oscar. And there was a kind of a controversy about that. That's weird. It has a ni- like a 98, 97. There's a controversy because one critic, one critic brought down. I believe it was one one critic brought down the score to a ninety eight or something because it was a negative review and it was a it was a I it was a reviewer who had been who's notorious for being a contrarian so douche and if I at the time I don't think I I didn't I don't think his complaints were that were that valid at the time well, I might have to I might have to reread time. the whole about the whole controversy but. Yeah. I'm excited to Toy see this Toy Story 3, I cannot... I would round it up there with the 100 percenters. I haven't seen Toy Story 3. It's been a longer gap from when I watched Toy Story 3 the last time than from when I watched each of these two the last time. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Kinda. I... Repeat that. <laughs> I have seen... I. The, the gap between when I last saw Toy Story 3... To when I'm about to watch it is bigger than how long when I you watched, watched Toy Story two. Yeah, because wow. I watched Toy Story three over the summer, like this past summer. Okay, so twenty, it's 2020 right now, guys. That's funny. I watched Toy Story three on TV over the last. They had year. a marathon of it on some channel, but I watched Toy Story and Toy Story two in the summer of 2019, and then I just watched it again for this for this for podcast in 20. 20, six months later. But for Toy Story 3, it's been a couple years since I watched it mm. all the way through. You're so, in for a real treat. I am. I'm excited. You know what movie I'm not excited about watching okay. again? I'll just tell you. Toy Story 4. <sighs> we'll but, get there. Uh, we're we'll going to get, get there. there. I We do this where we talk about future movies. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe Let's we'll just, make we it We got to cut ourselves off. All right. Spencer, thank you. For being with me tonight, no, no talking problem. about Toy Story 2. Thank you, our listeners. I'm going to be with you to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. I like that. And we want you, our listeners, and any newcomers to be with us for infinity and beyond as well. And you can do that by keeping track with us on Podbean. You can stay tuned and catch the next episode of Sequelman, the podcast. This has been the Toy Story edition. But Toy Story 2 edition. Toy Story 2 edition, the sequel. You got it. Sequelman, sequels. That's what we do. Uh, find us on Podbean. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, what else? A Spotify. Spotify. Those are the main That's ones. That's a big one. We're no longer doing YouTube videos at the moment, but if if there's a demand for it and you guys let us know that, we will start doing that again. There may just be a delay between the audio versions and the video YouTube versions. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. Uh, real quick, even if you don't write a review, we'd love you to write a review because... We will read it. I'll read it on the show. I'll read it. And you'll become famous to a few people, I guess. But even if you don't want to write a review, it's really easy to just go in to, like, iTunes or I'm, I'm assuming Google Podcasts has a, a star rating. Just click five stars. And the more people see us, just please. Or give us an honest whatever your stars are. Right now we're sitting at a perfect five stars. So just go in there, five stars. That's all you have to do. And if you want to write a review, we'd prefer that. But just five stars. But you can follow us 
on a few other platforms as well. You Absolutely. can email the show directly at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. And if it's a really good email, I'll read it. If there's like a fan question or if you have some franchises you want to hear. We're going to try to be more interactive on Facebook, which we are on also. You can find us on Facebook to Sequel Men. Search that. We're on Instagram at Sequel Men the Podcast. On Twitter at Sequel Men 19. And on all these platforms, we, you know, we, we post our episodes and links and stuff, so you can find them there, and we will we'll interact with you. Send a, a comment on the wall or in our messages. And some eventually, I will create like a chat group or something where we can just talk yeah. about movies yeah. and films, forum. franchises. Forum, you want a a forum, thing. yeah. So that's that's where we are. That's where we are. Thank you, guys. Uh, I can't do Joel. I'm <laughs> wow. sorry, Joel. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> in Jim Carrey in studio. Thank you, everybody. No. Uh, oh, so we fit in our office, Bill O'Reilly, and then Jim Carrey right we there. We got all of them. There we this go. was the least referencey movie uh, show we've done. What nice was our? Job. Oh yeah, our office one. Yeah, we got right it. Right at the we top. Got right we got it. Right at the it. top. We got it. Well, Spencer, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian. Because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care. Yeah. You know what sucks? I have to drive all the way to work tomorrow. All the way to work on a Monday. <laughs>